this is Future Sight, a war machine and horde show covering games, events, theory, the meta and more. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to the channel for more content at KS4 Gaming. Thanks and enjoy. So, good evening and welcome to Future Sight, our War Machine Horde Show. So, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, I'm here tonight with uh, Evan as usual. Thanks, Evan. Straight off, actually, hey. actually working out how to play Circle. We'll, t- we'll talk about that in a second because you did pretty good. And uh, <laughs> for for a given value thereof, yes. Yeah, and and, uh, and Rob McCormick, who is uh, the current and reigning champion of the Welsh Masters. So, well done, Rob. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good to be here. Before we, before we go any further, I'll just say uh, thanks for watching. If you're watching us live on Twitch, uh, check us a follow or even use your Amazon Prime sub if you don't want to watch the adverts because you know I need to feed my kids or something. And um, and also if you're watching back on any of the podcast uh, channels or on YouTube, you know, do the same. Feed the social media gods. It helps make us feel makes me feel like editing might eventually be worth it. I'm, I'm debating doing some editing this week because the the Firestorm games. Um, um, like footage from the weekend, that the audio is pretty bad. So, I'm I'm highly debating whether or not I can uh, I can talk to to Rob obviously from Firestorms and see if I can do a, a sped up and uh, and commentary over it. But uh, we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. So, oh. uh, so but yeah, but thanks thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, and what a what a weekend it was, right? Welsh Masters. So this is like right. the first. Oh. This was the oh, first amazing. major event back in the UK since COVID, and it felt fucking amazing. Like I've got to say, oh, I mean, I mean, Welsh's Welsh Masters is the event that sort of got me hooked on UK War Machine. Like yeah. it was the second event, the second event I played in the UK, and I've just been chafing at the bit ever since COVID's you know yanked the rug out from under us thereafter. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it absolutely. was. Um, go on, Rob. Sorry, go go for it, buddy. So, um, so uh, yeah, like this was this was like my fifth Welsh Masters, and like uh, like I'd been missing it so much. Like I'd been jonesing for a big two day event, and this was just perfect. I I've also been jonesing for, for these events, because yeah. that's my name. Anyway, so so it was a held. If you if you if you've been somehow missed like me spamming all the War Machine groups with with streams and with updates, it was at Firestorm the new. <laughs> The new Firestorm Games Cardiff uh, and the South Wales Gaming Centre, which is in Fairwater in Cardiff, it was it's moved into a, basically like a beautiful uh, new building. It's uh, what like what was like an old car showroom. So it's got your your typical ginormous mezzanine level and a huge glass staircase and just just bags and bags more room for for like the airflow and like the the shop area, which is nice. Um, and it still still felt pretty good because we had like nearly a hundred players and looking at the pictures before, I, I was kind of like hesitant. I was like, oh, how how's everyone gonna fit in? And we fit nearly everybody upstairs. There was like what, like two two rows of tables downstairs? There were two there were yeah, two yeah. rows two of tables downstairs. Yeah. And they still had space for like Magic the Gathering guys coming down there. If, you know, if we get the if we get the player base back up, they'll be able to host a good hundred and fifty, maybe even two hundred yeah. men like they used to there yeah, as well. Because yeah, yeah. it extends all the way to like the door, basically on that, that one side. And and I don't know if you how much you looked downstairs, but there's a room to expand all the way to the back of the store downstairs and across um, if they really yeah. wanted to. So there's there's definite room. You know, there could be 
a triumphant return to like 180 man Welsh next year. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if they're um, insane enough to, to try to do it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was well, super I'll, cool. I'll be there for it. I'll, I'll support that. Yeah, yeah, that right. so, Absolutely. So obviously we, we've all, we all uh, sort of travelled down. Uh, you went after work on Friday, um, Evan. I guess, yeah. I guess you did too, right, Rob? Because you're, because uh, you're, occupation and i yeah yeah it was it, um so uh also to uh, those who are out there probably don't know or may not know i'm a teacher so uh, I, I finished school on friday um booked it back home grabbed my stuff and, and just and booked it down to welsh because i know the, the fridays are the friday evenings are some of the best gaming as well yeah yeah it was really cool yeah i I, I, you, I, I do regret i didn't get those i it's I kind of i just had a bit too much on my plate and i only arrived like nine o'clock friday I definitely would like to try next year. Just take that Friday off. And yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I'd already left the by then. Um, so I, I rocked up about like two in the afternoon. I had to um, uh, send send my kids off uh, to school and stuff in the morning. Uh, do do an exchange, and then I had to go get some new glasses, and then you have know, the epic oh. drive down. But we, we we drove down like um, and just just stopped on the outskirts of Cardiff to get bikes to eat, then went straight to uh, to get. To get Lewis, Lewis, if he's watching, was a a, a brilliant host for me and Andy from for the Welsh team. Yeah, so we okay, save save money on having to, to book anywhere, so I didn't feel so bad about going out and spending money on nice. Saturday. Um, and then uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because 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 we were there early enough, I managed to get a game, but um, yeah, people people didn't want to hang around too long, so I only had the one game, just a, a bit of a, a warm up. Did my registration stuff. Um, if you if you registered early, the first fifty players got basically like an extra random thing in their bag, um, which was which was cool. Right. I got I think I've got like a coin and like a little like a little tiny sew on patch. I have no idea what it's from, but I, I've, yeah, at some point I'll actually look at it. Like, I'll, That's I'll show, fun. I'll show one to you for those those that, that didn't go and and haven't seen it. I've got these lovely bags. I've got these like uh obviously that's the, mm. the Welsh Welsh Masters logo, and inside, amongst a bunch of other crap. Uh, is uh, yeah, but just just the Welsh flag, and then uh, some some dice, uh, like a little widget, and then and then whatever random thing you got, uh, which was which is cool. It's a nice touch. Um, but yeah, so we we started off uh, Friday was casual games, and I think maybe like 60, 70 people all registered on the Friday. So there was there was like yeah. quite there's quite a lot of games going on already, which was which was super cool. Like the atmosphere was great. Um, but um, I think. We can uh, we can dodge talk about our Fridays. Um, I, I did a load like a load of things during the week. Um, I, I streamed games on Monday, Tuesday, I, oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we did the pre-show on Thursday. Yeah, you, and then I you were bu- you were busy with the hack yeah, machine. I, I loved it, mate. I, I, I absolutely <laughs> wanted to, to like do all the support I could for for Martin, Byron, and, and Barry and the it's team. Great back at Masters, so. It's like why? Why not? I just shuffled my social life for what I could and, and got it going. Um, but let's let's talk about um, lists and stuff. So obviously there was there was, I think it was like 90, 94, 96 players booked in. Um, a couple of the, we had we had like a, a few drops uh, like like you were saying in the tree room while we were talking before um, Rob. There was a bunch from your club uh, that all had to sort of drop out due to COVID or, or other life stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, didn't have too many drops, which was which was pretty cool. Like I think we kind of had the amount of drops you'd expect from like the smaller steamrollers we've been having. Um, so yeah, very very yeah. reasonable amount of, uh, of of that. Um, but let's let's talk about um. Let's talk about our stuff. So, obviously, so I took retribution. Uh, I have been on retribution for three months. 
Um, so I was, I've been like, yeah, putting some time in, um, and I'm super happy with my list, and my other list is a bit of a scare list, and I'm not super set on it. But I played, um, or rather, I took Falsia in Forges of War um, with like a, a battle group heavy, so like two Griffins, Discordia, two Eternae, Fade Night Guardian, a Trident, two lots of two units of um, uh, mechanics, two mechanic solos. And Lenissa, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, and Alara with a Gorgon, duh, duh. Um, and then I paired, paired that with Kalissa uh, in um, in Defenders of Ios with two Eternae and the Night Guardian, um, uh, Alara with two Harpies, uh, Risk of Ass Defenders, two lots of Electromancers, Iris one, two Ghost Snipers, um, a Priest of Nissor, um, a House Eloir Warden Executioner, just to power up the. Uh, yeah, the attorneys basically. Um, yeah. Scythe. Um, was that everyone? A, a, a ton of the Riot Quest solos, basically, as, as you'd expect. Um, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And like two, two mechanics or something like that. Um, so, uh, as, 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 as is tradition. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds about right. It, it was super yeah. cool. I, I was dead set on my Kalissa list. I've played it into a lot of stuff. And there's, there's been a few tweaks of it to, um, to be particular tech choices. So. Iris going in instead of Hermit is um, a tweak to help against Crucible Guard, uh, to help against Madrak 3, to help against a certain someone <laughs> with a big yeah. chev. Uh, there's, 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 there's a few lists that, um, that she really sort of helps shine into um, rather than like yeah. the, the slight extra damage from Hermit, um, which, was, which was cool. And um, yeah, that was, that was so that was my lists. That was the plan. I was going to I'm aiming for. I really, really wanted top Welsh player. Um, they didn't do awards for the top Welsh for the top national national players this year, um, but they did, did did tons of other stuff. So you, it's not nothing you can complain about. But my my goal was top twenty, um, top Welsh player. Like I, I was like I'd be really happy if I could beat some of the other rep players to the top as well because uh, we got some good good rep players in the country between uh, Christopher Clare and Ben. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's quite a few people on right now. So uh, yeah, so that that was me. Um, and I guess I guess we'll, we'll spoil it at the start, right? So I, I got like I think I ended up thirteenth, and I was a best in faction. Uh, and then Evan, Evan with circle, yeah. best in circle as well. So yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely the best podcast team out there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I was quite proud, I was quite proud of that of the of the most overrepresented so you were, faction. You were sixth place, right? Yeah, so I took Very sixth nice. over there. And what I submarined my way all the way up to sixth. <laughs> did, yep. did you lose the first game? Was that the, was that the plan? I lost my very first game, which we'll get into, but it's the best game I played all weekend. All right, okay. So what, what, was the, what was the pairing for you, um, everybody? So I took Kruger 2, despite everyone saying Kruger's star has waned and it's time for Wormwood instead. I took Kruger ah. 2, um, and surprise, I mean, my list is not particularly surprising. If anyone's been kind of this, you know, watching the Americans, it's basically a baby Mike special, yeah. uh, except I don't like slaughterhouses. So it's Kruger 2, a feral, a stalker, double warden, and a weird. Yep. Um, then I've got a, a pair of stone shapers because they're essential for the wardens. I've got a misspeaker because I'm a coward and I don't like being shut down by cloud walls. 
Um, I've got Chuck Dogwoods because he's just too good to leave at home. Yep. Pair of Death Archons because obviously Des and Gubbin because I'm kind of convinced they're currently the most broken ride quest solo in the game right now. Um, you're, not, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> I yeah, I stand by it. Those yeah, they, they are. They are I mean, when they do nothing, when they do nothing, they do nothing, and it's just you know it's a requisition slot. And when they the go most, off, the they just so they punch so far above their weight class. It's yeah, ridiculous. I think, I think they're cracking. Um, hi, um, hi, Gav. Gav in the chat. And thanks for the follow, buddy. I'll just uh, yeah. put it back up. I appreciate so, it. So, so then what else did we have? We've, we've got Lenissa, who yeah. actually is a mis- who's a mistake after the tournament. That's changing to a Wayfarer, but was yeah. too late. Uh, scythe, pair of River Raiders, and Shifting Stones. Wish, so nothing there particularly surprising. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a surprisingly strong shooting phase, even though it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, um, it's but got it's the just, usual just the Kruger right and and the shrimps, right? bullshit. Yeah. The right quest, the shrimps, and Kruger himself. Like, it's a surprisingly strong shooting phase. Yeah. You add in the you add in the boostable gallows. It it's got a lot of range output. Yeah, yeah. and then to pa- pairing that is Chromac 1. Yeah. And here we've seen a lot of variety, and I haven't seen anyone fiddle with the sort of build I'm playing with, which I'm quite chuffed with right now. So it's Chromac 1, a Feral, Ghetto, Loki, Stalker, and a Wilder, which is stock standard. You will see every yeah. single Chromac list looks exactly like that in the battle group. Um, you've got Chuck Dogwood, uh, Kruger Zero with a Weird, which... It, Debatable how you've uh, put him down, but yeah, that's I'm seeing, I'm seeing a weird pretty standard. Sometimes two on him. Um. Uh, sometimes one, sometimes two. I've seen some people move the feral onto him to save some points. Like, but it's yeah, that's not a whole lot of uh, changing. I've got one river raider in there. Trio of war wolves, just as flag sitters. Um, uh, the well of Orboros, because of course. Um, shifting stones and this is where there's a lot of uh, changing that I've seen Uh, I know some people have tested out a pure blood for the remaining points Uh, I tested that out I wasn't too thrilled Uh, what I settled on here was a unit of Valkyries Mm. so we don't get shot off the table and you don't get into list chicken against shooting lists Um, and the death wolves which I'm really enjoying Mm, and that it's just a nice little unit, you know, a nice little three-man unit that takes a lot more to remove than it really should. Yeah, yeah. And I played, I played Andy Garrard in the the week before, and he had he had Death Wolves with his uh, Wormwood list, and um, yeah, mm. they're they yeah, they're, they're, they're some juicy addition. Um, which is quite it's cool. it's a fun addition, uh, and just just for shits and giggles, the Death Wolves can trigger Sikkim on the War Wolves. It's a nice little spicy bit. Because they're Wolves War Bros. So, yeah. So, if 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 you're watching it and you're you're like, what's that? The the War Wolves solos that you get three for a wreck point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if, uh, if an attack from um, a circle. uh, In in any Wolf Swarm swarm model. So, uh, Wolves War Bros. And then the Uh, Death Wolves. Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, they'll uh, it basically triggers a, a free charge on order out of activation. Yeah, then they can activate, yes, and then charge something else or just do something else. So, so if they're close, you can get a double activation, or you can just use them to kind of 
get these crazy 21 inch bullet charges yeah yeah or, or even just use it as um as the extender to like threaten to go and contest or something um yeah you, you don't have yeah, to yeah. you don't have to put them into combat you just go oh my 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 war wolf is 20 inches up here i want to get him over onto the flag the other side of the table yeah uh, as long as i can see the model i'll charge that way good times and then then you mm. you, know, so you charge your whatever it is like are they speed seven there's speed seven. Yes, yeah, so you, you charge your ten, and then you run your other, your extra fourteen. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty good uh, for, it's, for a freebie. Uh, it's to, just a really, yeah, it's just a really solid piece. Nah, I, I always go for them first. I always just try and get them out of the way <laughs> whenever I play against circle. So, um, with, with yeah, that said, so those are my toys. With that said, Mister Rob McCormick. What did you bring, perchance, dear sir? Um, so uh, the the first list I put down on my um, I put down was, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Kachev. Um, so, uh, so we had Karchev two, uh, Karchev and Deathjack, um, malign fusion. Yeah. Um, and I brought them in Jaws of the Wolf. Um, so the Kador Jack theme, uh, which gives yeah. all Kador Jacks, uh, gives all the Warjacks in the uh, list Pathfinder. Gives me a super mm-hmm. forest to put completely with an 18 at deployment, which is like a bigger deal than like it looks at first because um, it gives you somewhere to hide all your squishy solos. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like the uh, the the forest is actually like kind of a big deal when it changed um, when it changed last during the last update. Um, like it made a whole bunch of casters just instantly viable. Uh, Carship doesn't care much about that though. Um, so uh, let's move on to his list. So he's bringing in two marauders. Three juggernauts and the mighty big B behemoth. Um, he's got an adjunct attached to him. Then uh, he's also bringing Sorcerer Zero for that sweet, sweet boundless charge. Mm. Um, Sorcerer's got a rager because you have to have at least one shield guard, I think. Um, and then he's being backed up by um, a Death Archon um, and two units of Chaos Eliminators. Big B's an interesting choice there, because it's quite expensive when you want to just get a whole lot of meat. Mm, there's, it's um, so originally uh, Behemoth was a Berserker and a Kodiak, and I chose right. it for a um, Behemoth because um, for for two reasons really. One is that Behemoth brings guns, uh, which is with really yeah, very, very good guns before. as well. She's got powerful yeah, 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 right, so like, yes, yeah. like like amazing guns. And like spoiler, um, like Behemoth probably won me at least two of the games on, on the backs of his shooting. Um, right. And the other the other thing that he brings is armor-piercing power 12s. I mean, um, yeah, but he just hits like a freight train. I mean... Um, <laughs> one thing Karchev can struggle with sometimes is high armor. Um, so, which, which is one of the reasons like I don't bring Devastators and Clamjacks and stuff with it. Um, you want... How many Juggernauts did you say you had again? Three. three juggernauts, yeah. Right, so three, so three juggernauts and behemoth. You're not struggling to crack armor. No, exactly. Especially when, like, wh- while he doesn't buff damage, he just bring he gives everything extra attacks and free charges and fully boosted. Yeah. And as it turns out, behemoth with like fully boosted to hit a free charge, threatening fourteen inches, and with potentially two extra attacks from abattoir, um, will kill a lot of shit. Is, um, there's not a whole lot that's going to stand up to that, let's be no, honest. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, so that was the Karchev list. And then paired with that, um, because that plays into a lot of stuff, um, I decided to bring something real scary. So um, I brought... You, you, went, you went full on, I don't want any friends at the end of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I, I call <laughs> it the no friends pairing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I brought Zakova 2, 
um, the crazy um, I'm going to cast a billion spells um, caster. Um, she's running in Wolves of Winter, um, because where else would she be, really? Yeah, obviously. Running a Decimator with his stupid range 10 knockdown gun that's powered oh. randomly and has two shots. Um, he, she's got a uh, Destroyer, uh, because that's almost exactly a jack points. There's an adjunct in there, because of course there is. Um, and then we get into the wizards, um, the Santa squads. Um, so, so there are many wizards in this list. Um, like Mrs. Claus running it, um, Zakova 2 herself. Um, we've got the Kung Fu Santa, um, the adjunct. Uh, we've, we've got the uh, the Santa scouts on horses, uh, the outriders. Um, yeah, I'm assuming there's, tw there's 10 of those. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, two full units. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's three free units of um, Santa squads. Uh, so oh, wow. Yeah. It's um, a lot of wizards. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got two OG bad Santas, um, so the Golden Lords. Mm -hmm. um, we've got Ayana and Holt um, with um, Commandant Falachev, yeah. Falachev, <laughs> um, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, we've got uh, a Thamorite Archon, um, because rerolls is funny on, on Zakova. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, we've got a Void Archon, because Dark Shroud is a thing. Um, and I think that is, yeah, that's the whole list. Yeah, sounds, sounds right. So, so not a very resilient list, but no, no, it is. It is it's it's it designed to kill you. It kills you before you kill it. Yeah, yeah. It it um like the list hits surprisingly hard. I have I have literally killed Karchev through Karchev two through a three count before. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, so uh, so what actually scares your Karchev that you would drop uh, that you're looking to drop um uh, Zerks into? Uh, Crucible are didn't work. That's the same reason I got Chromek, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, um, like, it's like the list is, is it, Zakova's weirdly resistant to shooting um, in early turns because, like, oh. uh, so they the Colden Lord changed. So now he's got um, his leadership is now Prowl. So all players right. get Prowl on, Prowl on the list. Um, so the ponies have no read, so they have concealment natively. Um, and you have 100 million blizzards in the list. Um, so like almost everything is stealth and they're they're like like having a, an army with mass stealth is randomly really good in actually got Sackborn right yeah. onto the um, the, the Doom Reaver escort Sackborn uh, not Sackborn but uh, um, Cold Sacrifice Cold Sacrifice yeah so mm. when, yeah when, when if, if she dies then she kills one of the Doom Reavers yeah. instead um, which is in some ways better and in some ways worse um, so Zakova herself can get Prowl as well because she's um, she's a Grey Lord. Um, and then she's also got those called Sacrifice. She's immune to spell natively. Um, she is, like, bizarrely hard hit. Oh, that was the other thing I missed. Um, I also have a Thamorite Advocate, because they got stupid. Because he's just a free um, Oh, right. So, Zakova 2, um, they, they also changed how... Um, what's it called? Uh, sacrificial Lamb works. Yeah? So now... Um, it used to be you killed, right. killed, you, you killed a dude um, and you gave every jack in your battle group a focus, which wasn't super great before. Now, you do you pick two models, you do a D3 of damage to each of them, and every point of damage that you do gives you a focus to distribute to your battle group, including your caster. Including your caster? Yeah, well, your caster is part of your battle group. No. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can only give up to three focus to any one model, Oh no! <laughs> How yeah. much does it cost to cast it again? One. Oh, for fuck's sake! So, so <laughs> she's seven base. 
She gets them from the Samurai oh. Advocate because she can, she can get power from the Samurai Advocate. Yeah. Then she casts Sacrificial Lamb. So she was at eight, now she's back at seven. You probably yeah. get three focus at least. She put on yeah. there, and now she has ten focus. Oh, wow. Okay. So, which, because of how the maths of, of how Zhukov actually casts spells, means that actually you're casting like um, like a whole extra boosted spell. Because yeah. before, before she was quite often stuck camping one because she she'd like cast a cult whispers and maybe boost a hoarfrost or she'd cast yeah. a cult whispers and do something else. Whereas now, now she's uh, like spells, spells, yeah, more spells for like everyone. Now, oh, like, like now, like now, before the Telgesh mark dying was kind of a catastrophe. Now it's like whatever. I'll just recast it. That's a massive <laughs> difference. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. Um. Um, and then, on, and then on top of that, the list um, when the changes happened got about twelve free point, twelve extra points, <laughs> because the warjack points went up. All the grey lords got cheaper, um, and so did the jacks. I take with her. It's a, it's a nice day. <laughs> it's for, for it's a good room. time. Yeah, I am <laughs> in the hey, chat. Let's see, buddy. Um, but yeah, so uh, so that, that's that's our lists. Uh, and yep. we we are you know that's 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 what uh, it takes for me to be best in uh, best in rep best in uh, circle and best in uh, in Kador and best in Welsh yep. apparently as well. So let's talk <laughs> let's talk about some games. So yep. like I said uh, I think I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I played like a good a good few uh, games in the run up. Oh, thanks, uh, Aaron, for the the sub buddy. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, using the prime, use the prime subs, kids. Um, so let's let's start with you, Rob, if you don't mind. So the so scenario one is King of the Hill. Oh, actually, no. Before before we go there, let's talk about what were your expectations? Were you were you going into this going, I I could win this or I want to win this? Because I know one of uh, one of my locals, Dom, was like, I think Rob Cormac. This this was like on Monday before. He's like, I think Rob Cormac's going to win this, and I, yeah. and, I and I was um, like, I think Brett or Wout. That, those were my favourites. Brett or Wout. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember if you. Did I mean, you, did you give, did can't you call you an idiot. Wout was in the finals. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Did you um, dodge? So uh... I, I dodged Brett. Yeah. I didn't dodge Wout. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, I, I went in with. Um, I was hoping to go at X and one. Um, so six and one, or yeah. set five and one, depending on how many rounds. With like an inkling that maybe I could win it, that I'd, I'd sort of, I'd have a go at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going in uh, hoping to go X and one. Yeah, I, I think I was personally. I was like, I'd, I'd be, I'd be really happy with uh, five and two. I'd be obviously much happier with six and one. But like, I was, I was like, all right. Yeah. I, I would be like, I've done well if I've got if I've gone five and two. Um, what about you, Evan? What was what was your expectations? Yeah, you're, you're I was, I was, on, 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 I, I, as well. so my kind of bare minimum was a four three, but I was aiming for a five and two. I'm like, I'm normally a sixty six percent, and I like win two out of three games in a larger tournament. So I was trying to beat that to get five and two, yeah. hoping obviously for a six and one, um, feeling, which feeling I was better. very happy to get to. Yeah, that's cool. Right, well, let's let's jump in then to the games. So round one is key, right. If, if I'm wrong, my scenario order was provided by Rob because I can't fucking remember. <laughs> I, I, could, was, I contributed exactly. one round. I was like, this is a scenario in round four, and that was that's me out. <laughs> so we yeah. think we think uh, it was King of the Hill to start off with. It was it was Championship Belt. I'm pretty sure that's King yeah. of the Hill. Yeah. Um, I know it's Championship Belt. 
Um, so uh, my first round, um, I got Daniel Berra, um, yeah. who was playing who was playing Signal. He's playing um, as he always, double double Haley, right? Uh, yeah, the Haley three in Storm Division yeah. and uh, Haley one in um, uh, Sons of Tempest. Oh, okay. No, 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 in Gravediggers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, he had um, his uh, Haley list was like three Chargers and a whole mess of Storm Knights. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the Haley one list was um, a Hurricane and a whole mess of. Um, a million like, long uh, gunners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, some, like like a unit of long gunners, a unit trenches. of trenchers, yeah. ion and hull, like like all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have a look at the list, um, and I decide that I could probably play Karchev into it, but I would be on tenterhooks the whole game because Haley One's feet is actually quite good at killing Karchev yeah. if I make if I make a mistake. Um, and he can actually like cripple Jacks and kill Jacks fairly easily. Yeah, because so, the long, like, long gunners can like mini feet and double up their shots and take out surprising yeah, and amount like, of a punch. Yeah, and there's like yeah. A, and there's Aeon and Halt and there's like yeah. um, you know there's so like it's it's definitely a playable game for Karchev, um, but it's just it's just a but pain there's, in the there's that part. risk element, yeah. Yeah, and like um, what's it uh, and um. Well, it's a, like Haley three is like much the same. Like it's like well, you know, if I fuck up and give him too many charges, then like uh, like I'm, I might be in a bit of trouble. Yeah. So I I decided in the end that Zerkova two. Um, so I'm looking at his list and I'm going, he doesn't actually have any stealth outs. Um, like he's got a he's got a patrol oh. and that's it. And that's only a short. Yeah, it's only a short range stealth out. I, yeah. I've never understood signal players who keep yeah. saying it's a stealth out. Yeah, yeah. And like um and like Haley three has a stealth out herself, but I will kill the fuck out of the echoes. Like the, the echoes are yeah. going to die if I if, if he drops Halo three. Yeah. Uh, Haley three. Um so I drop I drop Zakova, um, which he, I don't think he expects because he drops um he drops Haley one. Um and so we play Zakova Zakova two into Haley one. Um he wins the dice roll um and goes first, which is the correct decision against Zakova two. Mm-hmm. Um and I pick a side of the table that doesn't have a massive house on it um, because he's got a colossal and I don't want to deal with that shit. Um, so I deploy everything in standard symmetrical Zakova formation. He takes the true side objective because, of course, he does. Yep. Um, and he deploys, but in doing so, he deploys his hurricane on the side of the on the side of the board with the big house. So these. Oh. So he's got like. Um, there's, he's got his zone. On his side of his zone, he's, there's like a big house, like sort of aligned with the center of the zone. Then there's the objective pushed to the center of the board. And in front of the objective, he kind of deploys his, his hurricane. This becomes important later. So he, cool. he kind of runs everything forward, um, tries to stay mostly out of range. Like he, he gives me a couple of commandos that I could, um, uh, that I could kill, um, but like I might, put, I might have to put something in range. Um, and he makes sure that the hurricane gets within uh, four inches of the objective. Um, and he puts, um, so on one side of the hurricanes, there's this big house. In front of it, there's, the, um, there's an objective. And then there's a small pocket of solos to its other side, which is like, um, it's like the hermit and the patrol dog and uh, Finn. Right. Um, so I'm looking at it going, I can get a hoarfrost onto that group of idiots. Um, which by sacrificing a horse, which I do, um, and I go for it. He he um, he hermits the dog to make sure it lives. Um, 
but crucially, I get the stationery. So now he's got, on one side, he's got the house. In front, he's got the objective. And on the other side, he's got the... A stack of solos solos that are going nowhere. So his hurricane can't go anywhere. That's that's a lot of points stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so he could have if that if I kill those if I kill those cells and he can move them, um, mm. then he can sort of walk into the middle of the board and like get AOEs into my back lines and like it's really bad. As it is, like he's a bit screwed. Um, so the samurai like walks up and shoots some idiots um, and everything else like stays very far away. Like um, I was sending pictures back to uh, back to the Walsall chat. Um, and they were saying like your 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 models haven't moved for three turns, Rob, um, because they, they were they were walking forward, spraying some idiots, and, and then walking back, back and then doing that doing that again. And I'm fe- I'm feeding my jacks into into the into the zones. Um, the decimator gets sacrificed on the altar of killing his objective, so he doesn't have any any self outs anymore. Um, and I just over the course of the game, I think I kill. I think at the end of the game, he had Haley and the Hurricane left. Um, <laughs> and I won, and I I won twelve seven at the end of turn seven. Oh wow, that's that's a patient game. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like I've just I have no reason to rush. Um, yeah. he's, he's keep he keeps Haley super safe. Um, I have no way of dealing with the hurricane really because he's got Haley stood behind it with with like three folks every turn. So yeah. Yes, I, I can't. Um, like so I just I just ignore it. Yeah. The whole game. Um, and as he slowly kills like a Jack or um, some Archons, um, and at the end of the game, I think I scored, I, think I scored something like 80, 80 um, army points, um, having killed everything except that and winning on scenario. Yeah, oh, solid. Yeah. So cool. it's not just an assassination list. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I've experienced Zakova too in person. It's uh, it covers a lot of <laughs> a lot of things, including broken hearts and, and tears and so Evan <laughs> so Evan you start off so, playing Michael Rhodes um, Michael so Rhodes yeah so this was I mean this was one of the things I knew I needed to play into um, I need practice into I need practice into Maddie 3 he's a big meta bully right now um, and I had never played into him before I knew this was coming. I was hoping for it not to be game one, but sure. So what were we um, pairing? Madrak 3 and... So it was Madrak 3 and frankly, who cares? Because we saw Circle and we know he's dropping Madrak 3. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was Colgrimmer. It may have been, but whatever it was, he was dropping Maddy like 3. There was no question. Popular. It's like Colgrimmer uh, or Gunny 2, I think, the most popular. Yeah. Like I, no, it wasn't a Gunny. It, it wasn't a Gunny. Yeah. So, uh, what, whatever it was, it, there was no question that was going to be a Maddy drop. Yeah. Um, and I went in with a game plan with, um, with Kruger. So, we had, spoiler alert, this is true for every game I played. We had a nice big forest right in the middle because. Clearly, Firestorm just loves Circle and Legion. I don't know what tables because I I only had like a forest on like two of my tables. I think it was. Oh really? I had yeah. a I had a big forest yeah, in the middle of you, every you just single got, table. You just got lucky by the sounds of it. Which was yeah, was amazing for a Circle player, like no question. Um, and I managed to get first turn. So he he picks a side. I don't care too much about terrain because Circle cheats, and basically I just run as fast as I can. 
Um, this is one of the things that I think it's underestimated by a lot of players is what Secret Masters has done for Kruger is if you can't, it's fairly easy to measure melee threat. And Kruger needs almost no camp to protect himself from ranged threats. Stack yeah. um, pawn onto the Hermit and onto Death Archons just means it's almost impossible to kill Kruger from range. What, 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 wait, um, what, did, you, that, what did that say, Rob? I couldn't make it out. <laughs> it says Jack's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> and apparent, apparently, I mean, it was Gunny 2 that was the off list. But... Was it Gunny? Uh, okay. Carry on. So, so, so Kruger, Kruger uh, can be pretty so be against the guns, yeah. But yeah, Kruger, it, yeah, he just doesn't really care about that range assassin. Yeah. So you just shove, just shove it as far as far forward as possible, and that has the effect, the intended effect. Um, you stick the stones up so you can do the teleporting nonsense, um, and that basically baits out a feat turn one from Maddie, which is pretty much what's intended. Yeah. So Maddie feats. He throws up the tougher. He throws up the oh, yeah, tougherlos. Yeah, let's, let's stop you for so, a second, Evan. What what form of yeah. Maddie? Because I've seen. Ah, that, that's a fair point. So this is so this is double fan blade, double fan blades. Yeah. Only one set of caber uh, caber guys. Yeah. Um, oh, and I mean, it's a tougherlo variant, not a cha- uh, not, not champions. champions. Okay, cool. So so two. So so uh, Creel warriors with. Two fin- um, with cavers, two lots of fan blades yeah. with UAs, I would presume, and then max units. So, so only one, only one Creel warrior with fin with uh, cavers. Yep. So the one side was clear, was free of cavers. Only once, um, and then obviously Tuffalos, There's an Earthborn, um, and I think there was a light there. There was a pyre troll sitting around somewhere as yeah. well. Um, uh, there was a pyre troll and a storm troll, and the storm troll's obviously a little sad into Kruger. Yeah, yeah, very sad. Um, but so he kind of pushes up a bit on the sides, but he's not too aggressive with the fan blades, um, and he's obviously really aggressive with the tuffalos right up front. Yeah. Um, and he was relying a little bit much on his defense fourteen. So you've got defense fourteen tuffalos with um, defenders ward. And there's something sitting on... I think there's just a nearby piece of terrain pushing the Earthborn to Defense 14. So, with you know, Defense 14 and the feet, he's relying on that to keep stuff alive. Yeah. Um, but the Earthborn ran, so it couldn't put up its animus. And I have a pair of um, Death Archons that are right up front and center. So this is basically Kruger's feet turn. So... First, um, get all the TKs in place, get Chuck's little re-roll on a Death Archon, and let him stationary. <coughs> he, managed, he missed one, but he can stationary two Tuffalos, so I don't have to kill them. They're now doing nothing to me next turn. Most importantly, they station the Earthborn. Stationary the Earthborn, uh, which means I can then just TK a... What's it called in? Um, I, not TK. I use the stones to port in a uh, Stalker, the Stalker kills one Tuffalo, kills the Earthborn, and sprints back to safety after another TK. And he's now outside of all uh, all the threats. Um, I managed to kill one more Tuffalo and then just turn around a third with the TK. Um, and then I just I don't bother attacking anything else. I don't want to trigger vengeance. I just want to sit back and now force him to come to me to stay relevant on scenario. Yeah. Um, so I feed and I'm out of... I think he's got range to get like one charge in, um, 
which he does. He gets a Tuffalote in to charge a Death Archon, uh, which I realize a little later, if he kills that Death Archon, I, there's a chance I lose on scenario because he can't just flood his way in. Um, but I hermit that and I keep that all safe. Um, and then he starts pushing forwards. And it's nothing particularly fancy. We trade a bit back and forth. Um, I managed to clear out that... Uh, I almost clear out the central zone. <laughs> I got caught off guard. There was one one silly whelp is hiding behind a 3D house that I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> so my end, of, my end of my turn three, instead of scoring three, I score two because I don't see the stupid whelp. Hmm. Um, but aside from that, I'm kind of just, I'm pushing up and, uh, take and, you know, pushing him back, but I'm, I'm hurting my clock and that this is where the, um, just the time, A, the time taken to chew through Maddie's, uh, army and B, just the experience of playing this matchup a little more, yeah. uh, starts weighing to, weighing on me. Um, but I managed to, I managed to score two control points, not too bad. Um, he pushes back and he's killed very little. Um, he's just struggling to actually reach my forces because, you know, Kruger's doing Kruger things. Yeah. Uh, but he's pushing as hard as he can into the zone and I'm very low on time. And my next turn, I managed to score two points and I'm about 30 seconds away from clearing the last model that I need to kill for that third control point when I clock. Woof. And, yeah... It's a rough one, um, but I no, mean, that is, that is Michael played that very well. Sorry, well, well done to him. Uh, he actually fin finished quite well. I know he was the pair down at one point to for whether we went six or five or seven, yeah. uh, six or seven games. Mm -hmm. So he did really well. He did well there, and I was quite, I was quite happy. I, I do think that was probably the best played game I had of, <laughs> of the weekend. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely needed to be a little faster. Oh, that's so that was how I began my submarine. That's how you started. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's move on to me. So um, uh, so we're playing King of the Hill, and I'm up against Benoit from uh, the Belgian team. Uh, it's uh, a lovely guy who's uh, always been super good at supporting the stream. So if he's watching, thank you, Benoit. Um, he had Jalam in Master... Well, so both, both were Masters of War. Uh, it's Jalam with Double Arcadon, Raider Shaman, Molot Khan, Gladiator, two Soul Wards... Makeda Zero with the Kriya, Redeem, uh, some Beast Handlers, Ferox, and a Tyrant Commander. Uh, but what he dropped was Xerxes One, and this this is what you you played this you played this list uh, or very similar to this on War Table. Yes. <laughs> so it's uh, Xerxes One with Tiberian, a Titan Gladiator, and a Titan Sentry. Makeda mm -hmm. Zero with an Agonizer and a Kriya, uh, a Will Baker, a, a Will Breaker for Puppet Master and Tough, uh, Redeem, um, Cats. Uh, Cataphract Satrali with Tyrant Vorkesh, so their um, uh, oh my camera is uh, running out of battery. Uh, so their uh, spell warded, the spell ward they get, or, or sacred, which, whichever one it is. Um, and then um, Pengers and the Tyrant Commander and Standard Bearer. Give me a second while I plug in my phone, which I apparently forgot to do. So he drops, he drops the the McCade, uh, the, uh, the Xerxes list. I drop um, uh, the Kalissa list just because I'm looking at. The scenario basically, I think I can, I can weather, weather the storm and do some some messing around with him. So uh, I I win and go first. Winner will go first and choose it. Um, 
there's a big there is a big forest in the middle of this one so despite what i'm uh, saying this is the one table there's a forest um i kind of spread my guys out uh, i've got elara and the harpies um towards the left zone uh, and then my uh, my battle group more central and towards the right zone so i can stick in six someone in, in my zone and start scoring uh, so obviously i just run up um his cats run up pretty far and um, between like you know, all of his his speed and his uh and dodge and having just a good good amount of uh, defense and stuff they're, they're gonna be a pain in the ass so they, they position across on the right hand side the uh the block of citrati just come down the middle mostly just behind the, the forest um and then sort of puts one of do, the do, do his cats have a longer melee threat than your walking shooting threat um it might yeah i think it's 19 i think it's the same <laughs> So I was like, right, so that's your ranged unit. Um, obviously, you've got to leave them the landing spot. So as long as I can either mean he's got to jump sooner or can't jump yes. as far, it's not so bad. So basically, but, but very much I was, Kalissa needs to stay safe. That was my my thing. So she's she's like def 18 um, yeah, with, uh, with the Fainite Guardian in the list because uh, Guard Dog. But still, I'm like, I'm not willing to uh, to risk... Especially, especially under feet, a cat pouncing and being like, mm. "Oh no!" It's like, well, yeah. So, um, so I passed turn, uh, and he put some cats in my right zone. He puts um, uh, one of his, I think it was the, the, the sentry, uh, wants to go into the right, into the left zone, and then obviously he's got like a, bu- a bunch of a big old block of guys just completely uh, blocking Maca- um, Xerxes, and Xerxes is sitting on a good chunk of focus. Um, just being aware that he doesn't want to go below a certain amount where I can just you know, strip it off him and use use his own focus to boost killing him. Um, so I start shooting. Um, so this is uh, my turn to. I just just, just sort of, uh, yeah. So my, my turn to. I just just mess around with his stuff a bit. Uh, do some chip damage. Shoot some things around. Starts killing the cats on the right hand side. So eternity shots are just being dedicated to killing a cat each. Um, and I'm bouncing e-leaps where I can, or pulse fires if I'm lucky enough. Um, and between that and some ghost snipers to take out a few more of the cats. So he's down to like three cats already, I think. Um, his turn, he sort of comes forward, uh, and, I, and I've positioned a bunch of stuff where he's going to really struggle to, to get into any of my like juicy pieces. Um, but obviously he's got mm. it, because he's a master of war, the, there's no tough checks for my uh, my Rissavast, they're just going to get RFP'd. Um, she sort of punches back, um, kills a bunch of stuff, um, but like just off like the outer layer, kills like you know, a couple of electromancers, um, and then my turn three, I shoot off the objective, and then my harpy starts shooting his um, sentry further and further towards oh. the left hand side of the board. So, it's, so after the first one or two <laughs> shots, his sentry is then outside of control. He's got a couple of fury on him, and I'm just keep and I'm just shooting in more just going to go, go further go further go further and then the speed of death in backwards so i'm scoring that zone with my with a harpy uh, in the right side i think i struggle to kill the last cat i think there's one cat i can't quite get the the, the amount of attacks into to to score my right zone um but i, I do some do some good uh, damage and i think i think i've left him there now with two cats um and then he comes forward with a feat um so tiberian comes in smashes uh, the objective um but like absolutely whiffs on the damage rolls so he, he's relying on being able to destroy the objective and basically keep on um, p- 
pushing further towards me to get into the Eternate to kill it. But his but his first two damage rolls into the um, the objective are like like double one and a three or something. So he ends up yeah. take, spending like an extra attack or at least one extra attack on the objective than he was hoping. Um, then having to go forward and bash, I can't remember who was in the way. It might be an Electromancer or a Resavas, um, but gets onto the Eternate with, with already like a bunch of fury on him, um, and he just doesn't just 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 fall short slightly. So my turn is there going, I've, I've, I've survived and nothing is out. <laughs> this was, this was interesting. Oh. Um, so, oh. um, and then he, and on, on the left hand zone, he puts, um, uh, one of the gladiators into the harpy that's in his own kills, kills harpy, um, and then positions. Uh, but on my clap back, I managed to, um, get the, the two attorney, uh, between the two attorney and executioner and a uh, I kill Tiberian just, just. Just, just flatten him. Um, I think I take yeah. over the, the right hand zone. Um, I do the same thing on the left between Electromancers with Pulsefire and the last Harpy. I basically clear out the zone. Um, so I'm looking looking pretty good. And 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 that that Titan just keeps keeps on not frenzying, but gets further and further away from um, Xerxes' control. <laughs> um, so so on Benoit's oh, next turn, God. he's he's kind of going right. He, he's lost. Um, He's lost a bunch of stuff, and he's like, "I've got, I've got to try and get that." So, um, Tiberian's dead. The Gladiator's dead. He's like, "I've got to get the Sentry into command so I can get something in that zone again." Um, so the Sentry come through the middle as well at this point. So they're kind of they're kind of blocking the edge of the circle zone, but I've still got like a row of Rissavas or behind my theme wall at the edge of the zone. So they're basically oh. just holding on, going, "Cool, we're like you know, chilling it, death." 16 and we'll smash you back if you uh, if you actually manage to hit us yeah um so, so i'm holding on yeah. to the zone but but like he's definitely starting to to destroy the stuff i've got in the middle so my my, my flank's looking all right but like calissa is also in the middle like on my kill box going hmm we need to, we need to start doing something here because these guys are going to come at me <laughs> so she starts going across the right uh, on my last turn but then yeah he, so, he, so he moves moves um Xerxes across so we can um uh get use of the the sentry uh, getting back into the zone, um, and like we're 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 proper slogging it out by now. I think I think we're we're probably like a turn deeper than I've, than I've explained by now. Yeah, and I'm like right, mm. t- time is running out for both of us, and I'm like right. I think this is this was the mistake that he that I needed him to make was he by going so far left he's just exposed um, Xerxes. At which point I'm like I think it's just on. Um, so Calissa just goes back towards the left. Uh, and uh, Phantom hands himself and just starts shooting him. So he, he, I think he's on three Fury. So basically, I just shoot him three times, use his three to boost three times, um, and uh, and then Scythe Scythe comes in, does a load of shooting. Uh, does Scythe? Yes, yeah, Scythe does in comes comes about shooting, and then I've got three Electromancers on the left. One of them that can go into his back arc, the other two in front, or just pulse fire him and just kill him. And I think I've got two Ghost Snipers still to go, and maybe Iris is still alive. Uh, but yeah, so I, so I, I kill him and uh, and go. Yeah, this it was looking a bit too ropey in the middle, so I took the took the uh, what looked like a good uh, good way out. Uh, but yeah, super super cool, real grindy game of, of us just slowly like just smashing each other's lists to pieces and uh, and, and the com- and the comedy of, of harpies um, just bouncing back and forth. Which which will which will return in another game very soon. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my. I work. mean, it's a nice. 
That's a nice piece of tech, being able to just shove stuff around instead of having to kill it. So obviously the 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 sentry is immune to knockdown, but the gladiator isn't. So like when I'm when I'm putting shots into the gladiator, so I think I think I just knock him down on the first hit. I'm like, cool, this guy's down. Just get him out of the way. So that is that is me. So we're on to round two, um, which is owl face. Um, Who? Owl (laughs) owl face, right? Who? Owl face. Owl face scenario. The scenario. Uh, So Rob. (laughs) Who did you get, Freddie? Who did you get? Um, I, <clears throat> um, I got um, Elliot Guest, um, which we actually played on stream, so you can go and watch this game um, if you would, um, if uh, our Twitch streamers would like, go and do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I got Elliot Guest, who's running Crucible Guard. Yeah. Um, he had uh, Bennett with a whole load of idiots with jetpacks um, and some trains and some other stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he had the list that he actually dropped, which was uh, Lucas um, in Magnum Opus. I can never remember which is which. Yeah, is but oh. it's, it's Lucas uh, is basically is his meat mounting list, isn't it? Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's him. running. Um, he's running the uh, meat mountain, um, the medium based spam version. So he's got um, he's got little Alice. He's got a liberator. He's got a vindicator. Um, he's got Prospero running a suppressor. Yep. Um, he's got. Um, Two units of assault troopers. He's got two units of failed experiments, and he's got some mentalists and yeah. a mentalists and, and uh, like a, I think a couple of yeah, yeah, and I think he's yeah, got, like so, so. Has he got any stingers? Got, I can't remember. I I played him on Friday, but yeah. No, he, no, he, no. He, he didn't have any stingers. Yeah. Um, he uh, yeah, he definitely didn't have stingers because I would have remembered that because they're assholes and I hate them. Um, <laughs> As you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they would have been public enemy number one. So uh, I look at the list again, and like this is exactly the faction I don't want to see with Karchev. Um, and actually, Bennett is a little bit scary um, because all of her damage is ranged, um, which means my armor buffs mean basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, she's long enough range that she can stay out of um, mortal fear from the Death Archon. So I get Death Ward, and I'm a little bit sort of apprehensive about dropping the Jacks into that. But um, I'm looking at it, and I'm sort of thinking, well, if he drops Bennett... He still doesn't really have a lot of stealth outs with the Bennett list because even though the trains have sprays, the big sprays are cold damage, and I don't care about that uh, yeah. because I have with I have Santas, um, and the Lucas list has a little bit of shooting, but it's only got one guidance a turn plus a true sight if he decides to take that, um, which is not too, which is manageable. So yeah. I, I decide I'll I'll go with um, I'll go with Jacoba again because I think it's a slightly better game. So he drops Lucas, as, as we said. Um, Snorri's Alface. Um, bizarrely, he doesn't take the True Sight objective. Um, right. I don't. I still don't know why. He took, he took, he took Pathfinder. Um, so the terrain is fairly open. Um, there's a there's like a big house in the in the left hand zone on his side, um, and there's like a like a, a trench on my side, and there's a big cloud in the center of the zone. But it's it's fairly open. It's yeah. fa- the terrain itself was fairly irrelevant. Um, the card was a little bit impactful. So he wins the roll-off, um, spends some time in umming and awing about whether he should go first or not, and then realises he's playing into Jacoba and takes first. And he definitely goes um, first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like, I mean, can you imagine, right? Like, like winning the roll-off and then getting Jacoba first. Yeah. Um, so he runs everything forward like a crazy person, and he makes... It, like, I'd say he only makes, like, a handful of mistakes through the game, but he makes his first fairly big one here. Which is that he deploys his um, he deploys all of his infantry, infantry 
in these little like pockets of five dudes. Yeah, so three in the front, two in the back, face to face. Yeah, um, and he runs them forward like that. Um, and as we discussed in the last game, Zakoba has Horfrost. Yeah. On four dice to hit with rerolls and, and looking, Arcan, looking for the tasty Arcan. Yeah, yeah. And you can do it twice because yeah. Like, like potentially, right? So um, he runs. He runs some idiots forward. Um, so I measure out where my ponies can stand, and because I've got the adjunct, Zakoba can walk six and cast Helgish Mark another eight. So it's like six, eight, um, then a base size, and then I can arc out the front of that. So like you can actually get stuff uh, top of top of one, bottom of one. I've like I've I've gotten I've gotten mm. models that were in like um, advanced deployment zone on the top of one. Before. Yeah. Um, so bottom of one is is not really an issue, and he's left a gap that I can just about get line of sight onto Alice. Um, oh. Yeah. So I spend some time like umming and ahhing because what I really want to do. Um, and what I don't have focus for, um, although I have 10, is I would like to um, cast out a Dishmark, cast a Cult Whispers, get a, pu get a Puppet Master, and then I want to Horfrost a, a unit of failed experiments so I don't have to deal with them next turn. Um, and I want to pop Alice, so I want to hit her with a Spectral Fire and, um, and kill her. Um, so I decide, and I can definitely make one of those happen, and if I'm greedy, I can maybe make both of them happen. So I decided to go for the greed play because it's not really game deciding. Um, and I get it. So I um, I don't cast the Cult Whispers. Um, I cast the Telgesh Mark. Um, I roll the six um, the six or seven I need to hit Alice without having to use the Puppet Master. I don't boost. I just I just pop her into Big Alice um, without using the Puppet Master. I boost the Horfrost on the um, on um, a unit on on. A unit of failed experiments. Um, I don't get the failed, failed experiment. Uh, I don't get the crit. Then I reroll into the crit on three dice, um, and I also boost the damage because I've got a focus left over. And I randomly kill the failed experiment I hit. Um, so I've traded a horse, which he's going to have to kill next turn, for um, Alice, and Zakova's, act Zakova's activation of focus for Alice. For um, a failed experiment <laughs> and another two frozen failed experiments. Uh, another four frozen failed experiments. Oh, oh, oh good God! It was a whole unit. It was a whole unit. Ah. Whole unit. Um, so he's lost. He's lost his only stealth out, um, and he's lost, lost, and lost a whole turn of activation from failed experiments. Yeah. So not great. So his turn, he realizes his mistake and immediately like spreads everyone else out. Um, so the assault troopers sort of run into on either flank run into the zone um and spread out yeah um and the failed experiments in the center sort of stay back a little bit um and spread out in the central zone um you can't do anything with the other failed experiments of course because they're stationary um he takes a shot at into my lines and i've like kind of spread out a bit so that the aoe's aren't going to be as punishing um <clears throat> And he almost, um, he, he comes like an inch from um, scattering into Ayana, um, which he doesn't quite manage. Instead, he scatters into a trench, kills a pony and two Turnians, which is fine. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all he gets done that turn. Um, so my turn, um, I sort of ponder beating, decide not to. Um, so I get Kiss on one unit of um, assault, assault Troopers um, and kill them with a single unit of ponies. Um, which is also the unit I've lost to do. I've lost two dudes out of. Um, I just get like mad sprays because at that point, like I'm ignoring Carapace. Yep, he hasn't got Iron Flash up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm ignoring Force Aura as well. So they're armor 14 against the sprays. Um, not great. Uh, so they all die. Um, the left hand unit is a bit harder because I'm dice off four instead of dice off two. Um, but I still kill them all with enough sprays. Um, so he's got one assault commando who's hiding behind a build building. He's got his unit of um, assault command, uh, his, his unit of failed experiments in the center, yeah. of which I've frozen two of them because he put two of them within a three inch AOE of the objective. Um, so I've killed the objective with um, the destroyer and the decimator and a hornfrost. Um, and his other unit is now unfrozen. So his turn, he sort of drops iron flesh for some reason. I'm still not entirely sure why. Um, drifts an AOE and kills another couple of ponies. Um, and runs all of his failed experiments into my face and goes, deal with that. Um, which I go, cool, okay, I'll do that then. Um, so next turn, speed turn. Um, I've scored, because um, I, I actually managed to clear the right zone on my previous turn and kill the objective, so I'm two points up. Yeah. Um, so my turn, I get, it takes a bit of positioning, but I managed to get KISS onto both units of failed experiments. Um, using feet um, and by the end of the turn I've killed everything in the left and the right hand zone um, uh, all the appell experiments and I've killed the suppressor which he committed which he committed forward to kill my objective um, so he's got the vindicator left he's got the liberator he's got a couple of failed experiments and he's got the mentalists and that's about it yeah oh and he's got big Alice so it kind of goes very downhill from there, and I end up winning at the end of turn six. I think I won... I've got my sheet here, actually. Uh, I won eight points to three, I believe, in the end, with 113 army points. Yeah. Because um, I left, I killed everything and left him just with Lucas. Very, very good so, for uh, uh, the thing uh, you have to worry about. Quite a ruthless little... <laughs> Yeah, um, like an another game that I, I very much slow rolled with Zakova. Um, yeah. Because, like, he, he felt like he had to camp at least three every turn. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he might just die. Uh, and um, that seems like the right move, honestly. He did yeah. have to camp yeah. three, or yeah. he would die. <laughs> yeah, frankly, he frankly, he should have had, he probably should have had Iron Flesh on, on, um, on uh, Lucas as well. Lucas, Lucas is randomly hard to kill. Yeah. Um, mm. like he's got Iron Flesh on because he's like armor nineteen with rapid healing. Yeah. He, that rapid healing catches you out. I, I've had an Agathon assassination just fall flat trying to take him down. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. On, on the on the practice oh. game we had on Friday, um, um, on like my turn two or three, I played Callista into it, and I was, and I was like, I'm not going to go for it because I don't think it's good enough. But it's like, do you want to see what it what it would look like? It would be helpful for me, helpful for him. So we we just pause the clock and. And, and rolled it out, and, uh, and yeah, he survived like um, three shots from Kalissa, Scythe, and and a turn, I think. And he's like, he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, there you go. like, um, like it was it was interesting because popping um, popping little Alice on turn one has like major unintended consequences. Yeah. Like he loses harmonious exaltation, he loses healthcare. So he was actually taking random bits of damage mm. um, from uh, yeah from the was, tokens, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a really interesting game. Um, cool. And right. uh, again, again, like second game I played Zerkova and gone to like turn seven. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, well, I'll, I'll jump in with my one next, uh, and then we'll come back to Evans. So sure. I played um, I played into one of the only two Menoth players there. I played into Matt Hopkins, who's the captain of, of my WTC team. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he dropped uh, Fiora, uh, Fiora 4, uh, with, like, Sebi 0, and, I don't know, like, three three of the heavy shield guards. Um, basically, just, just a, a hell of a lot of, of, of heavies. An arc node, and then oh, that's um, a lot of heavies. I remember this yeah, list. <laughs> a, a lot of heavies. The arc, and then the arc node, and um, the the little the light with the the long range um, crappy uh, AOE gun. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's a redeemer. Uh, yeah, redeemer. Yeah. So he sticks, so he sticks um, the the continuous fire upkeep on that. So it's just going to do fire wherever it lands. So I, I, I play Kalissa because well, let's go for it. I play Kalissa every every game. So. Let's <laughs> save myself some time. Um, right. Um, so he comes comes forward. Um, I, I win the roll um, and just run forward. He comes forward, um, tries to do a bit of stuff. I think he ends up scorning um, a harpy that I put just a little bit far forward. Uh, but I'm like, I'm okay for him to scorn one if it means I can kill his arc node the next turn. And I think I kill the arc node the next turn and cripple eh? the, the redeemer. Um, and then. It's basically just then from there a slow grind of me just um, scoring on scenario while I'm just pushing his jacks around and slowly killing them. Um, it was not not a great game for for from Matt. Not not because of how he played, just because the matchup was was real bad. Where I can just shoot his jacks and go, cool. Which one would you like to shield guard the stationary shot onto? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll shoot them with the other stationary shot. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was pretty pretty bad for him. Um, uh, while I'm basically just, just dicking around with with crazy shots that that definitely they don't want to see, um, and like nearly all of my guns because it's rare, a magic. I think scythe and the ghost knife is the only non magical guns. So he can either just like you know, he, he he can pray for it just to protect them from that, but that just means I shift what they shoot into the solos and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I end up um, just uh, like pushing out, um, pushing stuff out of the zones, uh, starting to score on the left, and I've basically got a unit of electromancers just just slowly um, sort of creeping toward, creeping forward from each side, just doing more and more work until uh, until I just score um, the victory on the scenario. So nice, nice and easy and quick for me. So we can get back to the, the love that is uh, nicely done. So. Uh, so, yeah, so, so I, I just ended up uh, five zero on um, on CPs with uh, I don't know like thirty thirty right. points. So I left a lot of jacks alive, but um, it, it yeah. was like yeah, it was fine. So Evan, so the submarine yeah, so is on the way. Submar- so the submarining work begins. So I draw Stuart Duncan, who is playing minions, and his minion pairing is. Um, poor old Maylock, and uh, and Maylock's it's the old school Maylock, so it is. Um, what would you call it? Well, Maylock with gator spam. Uh, so it's gate it's gator spam with um, uh, there's a wrestler and there's um, the blind walker. Um, he doesn't have Barney Zero. Uh, it wasn't available for him yet. Um, so that's the Maylock list, and then he's got a typical Jugger Jugger sort of beast uh, beast list. So he's looking Jagger at my Jagger, but a beast list. S- Sorry, is that, is yeah, that a typical Jagger Jagger list. Is it 
It seems fairly typical. It's about four beasts and whatever else they fit in there. She does have battle host. Like, she, she runs yeah. quite well. Yeah, yeah I just, I just battle host and sounds important. So it's like, you know, she's she's quite happy yeah, with that. I, I just don't yeah. very often see her, basically. But, but yeah. Um, but either way, so I look at this and, I'd, and I think, well, I've just played one grindy game into a, you know, boxes and tough uh, with... Um, uh, with Maddie three, mm-hmm. like I'm just I can play Chromac into both of these, and I know Chromac is just he's really harsh on uh, uh, on poor Maylock. Um and Stuart hadn't really taken much look at the matchup, and he dropped Maylock. Oh. So this was a really harsh matchup for him. So if anyone's a minion player and you're not really sure of this, um, uh, take a <laughs> Take um, take some notes out of this. So, because you've got uh, Chromac and you've got a well, that's 16 inch bestial. That means if I keep my beasts within four inches of Chromac, you will never ever cast Mortality. Mm. Um, that list, I mean, if nothing else, that list actually just doesn't have the hitting power to break, um, to beat, uh, to kill Getterix without Mortality. It's just not an option. If, if you're not sure, um, um, bestial means no casting spells or channeling through models inside Chromax control. It's, so, it's awful. So 14, and then the it's... well bumps it up while it's alive, so he just, just says nothing gets cast. And if, you, if yeah, you've got a it... juicy place to put him... Was there, was there a giant forest on this table as well? There was! There was so, a giant um, forest in the middle of the table. And just go, no spells for you. Maylock, he who likes to make your entire army undead and armored it, it was pretty yeah bad. and well the other thing is if i get first turn he doesn't even get to cast death pact no because i get so far up the board he'll kill box himself to cast death pact um so luckily he he got first turn but he's then he's now got this awful choice he either has to get really aggressive and just feed me his army piecemeal uh, piecemeal um, because I hit hard enough that I can chew through, you know, his feet and death pact with a fair amount of ease anyway. Um, so he either has to get really aggressive and let me just chew his army apart, or he has to hang back, in which case I bully him back and he doesn't get to part- cast death pact again. Yeah. So I-, I think his best bet at this point, and it's not a great option, but it's his best, is just to cast... Um, or. To be aggressive and just try to, um, what's it called? Just try to clock me. I don't think he's got a better option than that, honestly. Mm. Uh, which is essentially what he did. Um, but so he's feeding me forwards, like, a co- you know, a third of his gaiters each turn. And I get, to, I get to live the old school circle dream of just hit and run, hit and run. Um, yeah. And between sprint on the stalker and all the war parts, I can just keep on hitting and run, hitting and running. I gradually shove um, Getterix forwards, and again, Getterix is fourteen twenty one with um, with the excessive healing. So Getterix is just bullying his way up the board. Yeah, um, and it's a fairly uneventful game, but it's a long grind. Mm. Um, so that game eventually ends with uh, me taking that at um, six nil control points, um, 
And I mean, the victory points showed like he's just feeding the army, the army yeah, at eight, 84 victory points to, to two. two. Yeah, um, I've I finished that game with 40 seconds left on my clock though. So my first game I've clocked out. My second I've finished with 40 seconds on the clock. <laughs> so I'm exhausted by the end of this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, so kudos to Stuart there. I mean, he was he was really trying everything he could. Um, and he was keeping a very positive face on it. And it's a hard thing to do when you realize, you know, just a couple minutes into, you realize like 20 minutes into the round that, oh crap, I am just stuffed when it comes to this matchup. Um, And and he kept a really positive outlook on it while that was happening. So thank you. Thank you, Stuart, for, uh, for keeping it, keeping it up in what could have been a fairly unpleasant game. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we're on to round three, which is split decision. Um, I'm going to go over mine first because it's another quick one. Okay. So I play I play Dean Booth from uh, England Lions. Um, we played on the, the Firestorm stream. If you want to watch it, it's probably not that great to watch. Uh, so he drops. Uh, she's got Veil 1 and Lilith 4. Um, and the, there's not a great deal of, of sort of impactful terrain on the table. There's a a cloud towards like the right hand side a little bit which is going to impact some things he's got um like virtues and stuff with his um with his list i expect him to drop lilith i drop um Kalissa. so my fallacy list normally we deal with but i think that there's enough because because of the composition of his, his lilith list i think there's enough that i can write through it with with fallacy with um with Kalissa yeah. and my wall um uh, he drops a veil um, I win the roll and go first, I think. Do I go first? Mm, I might go second. I think he, I think he wins the roll and goes first. She just runs up a bit. Um, and then I go up, um, shoot off um, Baal and a couple of Hex Hunters, put a, a good chunk of damage into an angel um, in a tre- just outside a trench on the left. Um, and I'm kind of looking at it and going, right, I, I want to save my feet, not feet this turn. Um, there may be a turn in between where we're, we're positioned first. But I'm like, right, I want to save my feet. I think I'm safe where I am. I'm behind Calissa's camping a couple. She's behind a wall. She's got the uh, the Guardian behind her. So I'm like, yeah, I think she'd be okay. But I put a, um, a Rissavast Defender in front of the wall. And I just, just basically made a, a ginormous fuck up where I put someone in charge range of the angel I was shooting who can then bounce oh. off him and hit Calissa over the wall, which is what Dean takes the time to do. So he, he's got a slipstream, a bunch of stuff forward. He's got to leash the angel forward as well. Um, but basically he leashes, slipstreams, um, comes forward to um, uh, with feet put inside up and has got a, a chiller on the hex hunters. So one of the hex hunters just runs to within two inches. And yeah, he just, just sails in with the uh, uh, with, with a reroll, sails in to uh, hit the wrist of ass. The wrist of ass hits him back. Does a chunk of damage, but not enough to take out any aspects. At which point he um, uh, overtakes forward, and he's needing a boosted ten. Over even, even with Chiller and Insight, he's needing a boosted ten. Misses it, Oof. gets the reroll, hits it, and it's like dice plus eight. So I survive the initial, um, but um, he, but he's charged for free because of because um, uh, of the mechanical shredder, yeah, because full steam, um, and then obviously he's done the the bite attack. And then the tail attacks, so just just use basically one to boost the initial, one to boost the damage, and he just buys another one, boosts it, hits it, and she's dead. And I was like, 
Well, yeah. so I could have, I could have feated and just made it impossible. I could have not had the Rissavas there and made that impossible. I could have been too <laughs> furious, uh, too focused up by not putting the, um, uh, not, not cycling refuge onto one of my turn age, which I think he said would have maybe put him off it. Uh, but yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was definitely my 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 fuck up. I think I think the matchup. I think is decent in my favour if if that doesn't happen. I think he like scalpers off maybe a couple of things on his turn and then I got the potential to like push forward and just do a, a lot and like take out objectives and and just, just start killing next turn. But it was not to be, so that was nice and quick. Um and then uh, let's go uh, over to you, Rob, for uh, for the juiciness then. So what did you go into? Is this a split decision or round three? <laughs> This is a split decision. Um, so uh, I get Adam Court, um, who is playing oh, Circle. Right. So I, I've um, seen Adam has been commenting today about uh, the, the PTSD that you've given him. Um, yeah, it was it was a slightly hilarious game for a number of reasons. But yeah. let's get into let's get into this first. So he's got um, he's got Chromac and he's got Wormwood, I believe, is is on the list. Yeah. Um, and I've. I've been sort of thinking a lot about Chromac recently because I've been I've been I sort of heard Brett was taking Chromac and like I was looking at it going this might actually be a decent car shave answer um, for a lot of the same reasons like it's okay it's it's very punishing into Maylock it's kind of annoying to play as as Karchev. yeah because Karchev has a very big um, control area um, so you can play very far back um, and you kind of have to into Chromac because you kind of mm. you, you want to cast unyielding, you want to cast full throttle, um, and you want to be like pushing your jacks forward. So you kind yeah. of have to stay yeah. back a bit. And it's going to really. But I mean, a sixteen-inch control that you only have to cast on your own models means it's not too bad. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not it's not awful. Like it, it, it's definitely it, playable. It's just, but it, it just shuts annoying. down your your off list, right? It just shuts down Zakova completely. Yeah, it's not a game. Like, yeah, that is, so it's on the table, so you've got to drop Karchev, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, so, spo- uh, spoilers, like, I, I dropped Karchev every other um, match, yeah. every other round this, this game. So, it, it's Karchev from now on. Um, although, I did consider Zuko a couple of times. So, um, I, I dropped Karchev, he drops Chromac, and his Chromac list is a bit different. Um, so, oh. he's got, so, he's got Chromac, he's got, um, actually, built it, uh, let me just pull it up. Um, so he's got Getrix, he's got Loki, he's got a Stalker. Yeah, he's got Kruger with a World, world Weird. Um, he's got Una with a Storm Raptor. Yeah. Um, oh, does he have got, no Feral? He has no Feral. Um, he has um, Chuck Dogwood. He has yeah. some Shifting Stones, um, and he has a um, uh, a Well, and he has a River Raider. Um, that's very spicy okay it is um it is i I quite liked it um so the table we're on um is obviously split decision and it's got a big forest um on uh just outside my side my side of the table on the right hand side um and it's got a big house on my left hand side in front of my uh objective um, and then on his side of the board, it's really open. Like there's there's nothing. Like he's got like, a trench, yeah. and he's got like a. Couple so of... so he has built that as a Karchev drop because the free attack coming from the bird to a jack is going to um, disrupt it. Yeah, exactly. Um, like it's 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 uh, it was a it was a really interesting list to play into. So I win the roll off. I go first um, because I don't want him bouncing everything up the table. Um, like I'm not getting a huge amount of table space going first, but I'm denying him the table space. Yeah. So I do that. 
Um, so I deploy everything in standard Karchev formation, which is Karchev in the center, Behemoth right next to him, um, and the uh, uh, Death Archon next to it, and then like you sort of go Marauder, Marauder on either side, and then Juggernauts um, wherever they deploy their idiots. Yeah. Um, and I've already, I'm already sort of planning that I'm going to be shifting my entire line to deal with the right-hand zone because um, he, once again, doesn't really have stealth outs. Um, he's got true sight from his objective, but my, uh, my eliminators can stay like super far back and just contest my um, flag. And it's kind of like, as, as long as he's not scoring my flag, I don't really care about that side of the board. Yeah. Um, so um, I sort of run everything forward. Um, I get Death Ward out on a Jack, um, which I end up I end up putting on Behemoth, which I decide I don't like later and put on something else. Um, and I just camp a bunch. I, th I think I actually um, like I forgot to cast a bunch of stuff um, on that first turn in my in my eagerness to get as far forward as possible. Um, so he goes um, and he wants to stay outside of 14 inches of my jacks which means that although he can come forward he doesn't want to come forward too far so he ends up stopping like he he sort of he sort of um he stops like sort of at the front sort of line where the uh the well is if you will he comes really far forward with the um with the storm raptor but everything else it sort of stays quite far back um and he pops out a um a black clad from the well yeah um so he's got the well right in the center of the board. He's got Kruger um, and the Waldweird and Storm Rapture and all that stuff off to the left. And he's got Chromac and his battle group off to the right, um, where that zone is. Um, and he makes a mistake because he forgets that he thinks that Behemoth's AoEs are AoE 3 and not 4. Oh. So he puts a black clad within a 4-inch AoE of, of one of the stones. Yeah. Not a good sight. Not a good luck. Um, I don't actually really realize on this on my turn. So on my turn, like I know I'm going to shoot something with Behemoth, but I'm not quite sure what at this point. Yeah. I know I want to break the stones, um, but beyond that, I don't. I haven't noticed that the the black clouds within. But this is juicy, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I decide um, that I want Death Ward on a Juggernaut that I'm going to put in the central zone, um, and I'm going to just because um, he's not cast Bestial either. Um, he's put out his upkeeps and just hovered off to the side. Um, so I decided I want to push forward a bit, stay outside of a um, potential uh, Hunter's Mark and charge, um, because um, it's not super easy to trigger Warpath against Karchev. Like, cause what's it's, he gonna it's very hard, yeah, unless you can kill an Eliminator or something. Yeah, yeah, like he's got to get like a really lucky scatter. Um, and I, I actually leave the Eliminators far enough back that he can't possibly scatter onto them. Yeah. Like uh, I'm outside of 20 inches of the well. Um, right. Because like that's that's like the game. If I can alpha him, he has a really hard time. If he can alpha me, like I start struggling a little bit. Yeah. So I go to shoot the stone, um, still not realizing that the... Um, that the stone is within a four-inch AOE of, of the black clad. Um, hit it, obviously, because it's defensive. It's a stone. <laughs> then you measure the AOE, and I realize, oh, I've got the black clad. Um, so damage goes a bit crazy, and I kill both of them. Um, and I'm still there with another fo um, with another um, focus on Behemoth going, well, I just achieved everything I wanted out of this turn. Um, so uh, I shot shot the, shot the well, and just, just to... Put the little cherry on top of the shit Sunday for him. Um, I spike damage and do like nine damage to it. 
Like, Ow. Like, yeah, like just just randomly, just to just to yeah. like be annoying. So he pushes forward the storm raptor on his turn. He kills my objective. Puts um, I think he puts Kruger on on the on the flag because I'm not in range to charge um, his flag anyway. Um, and he puts Loki and Getrix. He puts Getrix in the zone with Inviable and uh, Spiny up. And he just sort of goes, right, well, Rob's going to hit me first. Like, I can't do anything about it. Does he not warpath something on off the objective to get into you? Or is he not quite far enough forward? No, uh, so so Chromak is really far um, off to the right. And actually, because I've killed the Blackclad, everything is like, everything's either behind a forest or it's, um, it's like slightly over, it's like just over 14 inches away. Yeah. Like so, I'm in the zone, and he's like out the back of the zone. So he actually, even with a warpath, like he's struggling to get into it. Yeah. So the only thing he could have charged was the death ward jack, and I've got an yielding up. So it's like, how tw- he's like armor twenty four against like potentially how twenty one or something. Like uh, it's he just decides he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, I then go. Um, I feet, and I yolo my entire line into um into his beast brick. Um, I get. Behemoth and a Juggernaut into Getrix and smash him into the dirt. <laughs> um, I get a Marauder to charge Loki, um, combo smite him into a wall, um, and leave him on like four boxes. So did he just leave them in range of you? Because, I mean, it's quite a predictable range. Um, so the problem is, is that my Marauder is like two, three inches into the zone. So if he's right. to, he to walk back, if he's to stay out of range... Um, he's got to actually like be almost. He's got to be like quite far back. Yeah. Um, and if I like at that point, I can just do it again. I can walk forward. Yeah. To that range. Yeah. He's like, got. He's got, got to. Come, he's he's got, got to engage you at some point or take it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. He's got. To, he's got to take it at some point. And next turn, like I'm gonna kill as well. I'm gonna like. There's all sorts yeah. of stuff. So at the end of the turn, I've killed Gatrix. I've killed the well. Um, and I've ki- I've like mashed. Uh, Loki up pretty badly. He tried to put some like stones in to stop me getting into um, into Loki, um, but like I just I have spare jacks. I just I just use them to kill them. Um, so then I've got like six jacks in his face with unyielding. Um, I've killed as well. I've killed Getrix. He's got a stalker. He's got a very hurt Loki, um, and the Stormbird is off to one flank, so it can't really participate on that side of the board. Um, so he's not having a great game so far. Um, and the last thing I do um, is the Death Archon pops Mortal Fear and runs and he runs as far as he can into the zone, doesn't quite make it to the flag he's like got a, kind of in the back half of the zone um, and I'm like, actually, I'm actually quite far away from my jacks, I'm like um, I'm like ne- nearly like nearly like um, eight, eight se- like between seven and eight inches from the back of the jacks, I haven't yeah. like measured it properly I just run as far as I possibly can um, so he goes, and Loki's in melee with the Marauder. Um, and we measure it, and I've gotten Loki to be, I've gotten the Death Archon to be, like, almost within, like, like 0.1 of an inch. Within, yeah. like, an inch outside the front of the Marauder. Like, completely without intending to. Oh, wow. So he has literally nowhere to stand Loki that he's not in mortal fear. Um, which is not a good look. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, he charges Chuck Dogwood in um, because he thinks, oh, well, if I can banish the Marauder forward out of, mm. out of the mortal fear, yeah, I can, somewhere else I can to stand. deal with it. 
Um, so he charges and double ones the attack roll. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and like he wasn't super likely to hurt him at like dice off twelve. No. Um, but like he he didn't even get that option. So he goes and he gets um he gets um stormblade is it lightning blade? Lightning yeah, it's lightning blades. Onto Loki, heals him up a bit, um, and just goes to town on this Marauder. And he's dice off six. Power 20. Uh, with Lightning Blade, he gets to power 20. Yeah, yeah. So he's dice off six, because that's the Death Ward Jack as well. Um, because he can't get into any other Jack. Yeah. Um, and does just less than half the boxes. Doesn't take any systems out. Mm. Um, so he's not, not doing great. Um, the... Stormbird um, goes and kills a Jack. Um, actually manages to, to take it down because it's not dealing with mortal fear bullshit. And Repo's away. And this is actually kind of a problem for me because his Stormbird can kill something and then Repo A3 and I now threaten 8 inches because Sorcia is hiding from everything. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So like that's kind of an issue. Um, so he has like a, like a bad turn of that. So I take my turn. Um, I kill Loki, finish him off. Um, he's run the stalker around because he's he's like trying to go for a bit of a of like a, a cheeky assassination on Karchev, and I have a charge with Karchev onto the stalker, but then he's got Chromac just behind him, and I think at this point I'm high enough on attrition and scenario because I'm scoring big points. Um, I've caught my lead up, and like we're about even at this point. He's trying to bait you into a feat charge. Yeah, yeah, into into uh, so he can so he can have a crack at killing Karchev at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't take out. I back off. Um, I, I, I go to the other side of, of the forest um, like, and there's, there's like a pocket of about three inches where Karchev can stand where he's not going to be charged by the bird or by the stalker regardless of what happens so Karchev goes and stands in that pocket and then my entire jack line except for a marauder and a juggernaut run and stand in front of the bird <laughs> yeah because um, at this point, like he can go in and kill a jack, or like I even put him in, su in such a position that he can go in, buy a peck into each jack, and disrupt them all. But it just doesn't matter because I will kill the entire I'll kill the entire storm rapture just with um, just, just with, with charges and, and and initials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, initials and full uh, what's the name? Full throttle that you, it'll take yeah, him down. Yeah, and, 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 and right? Yeah. Um, and I also I randomly run the mortal um, the uh, the death archon which has corpses again and I just go oh I'll, I'll put him here and I put him like roughly within about six inches of where he was stood. Um, so his turn he sends in the stalker to try and kill the two jacks I've left in in the zone so I've, I've put, accidentally put one within four inches of the flag um, right. like completely without intending to. Um, so he has to kill that to score the score the central flag uh, score the flag. Um, and once again, I've put the I've put the Death Archon in exactly the right position to cover that Jack, again without measuring it, which is what he was complaining about quite yeah, a lot yeah. at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have Facebook um, afterwards. <laughs> Bless him. Um, so the the bullshit positioning continues. Um, so he pushes his Thunderbird forwards, and he decides actually at this point he he's he's probably lost. So he just needs to get as many points as possible. So he ends up walking the bird forward, pulsing um, after shooting down a Eliminator with um, Una um, to kill Sorsha, to kill the rest of the Eliminators except for one, and to see if he can kill the Death Archon. But Mortal Fear also affects the pulse. Yep. 
So the Death Archon is is it's at like dice um, dice off five. Um, he rolls shit damage on it, fires a shot into it, rolls shit damage on that, and ends up failing to kill it. Oh no! And it's very very sad. Yeah. Um, also, it's uh, and then like so there's there's then there's then a Thunderbird, um, and he actually repos he's repoed into melee with about three jacks because he's he's kind of given up on winning at this point. So my you get to love the abattoir dream. I did get to live the abattoir dream, and the abattoir dream was 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 kind of ridiculous. So Karchev goes, um, charges the Thunderbird, um, does like and like it's dice plus one. He does like he does like about twelve damage or something like it's fairly reasonable. Immediately casts abattoir, so he takes his attack, um, rolls a ten, does eleven damage. Then the Juggernaut takes its attack, rolls boxcars, does thirteen damage. Oh no. Then Behemoth takes his attack, and before I roll the damage, he goes, oh, this will be 15 damage now. So, of course, I roll boxcars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so, three attacks have taken out, like, two-thirds of this of this um, Storm Rapture. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> um, and then, like, so I, the Karchiv then buys an attack and finishes it, cast full thro- um, has cast full throttle, and I kill... Everything except Chromac and win five five scenario points up. Nice. But that also, I mean, that plays into my expectation of the Chromac Karchev matchup. Yeah. That you don't give him if as long as you don't give him a warpath trigger, you outthreat him. Yeah. And you already outnumber him. Yeah. I. Yeah, I don't like that matchup for Chromac like, at where, all. Where did where did Karchev touch you on the doll? It's like everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I I really don't like that as a matchup. Like yeah. it seems tempting because you can get these high power strength um, wolves, but the threat range isn't there. Yeah, yeah. and like, like like you have the potential to alpha, but it's really hard to get the alpha. Yeah, you got, yeah. You got to like really get well. I'm guessing either the Karchev player has to misplay and not realize to give you um, something like like oh they'll, they'll run, run the eliminators this way and they run just into a range where you can scatter onto yeah. them or something. Because because the thing is like it's even at the point where because he he the other mistake I think he made was he di- he didn't have lightning blade out early on. Yeah. So, oh wow. Which is which is really awful because it means that, that that's odd. You need to hot swap it. Yeah, you absolutely have to have to have even vaguely have the damage output you need. Yeah. You have to be able to hot swap it. Um, and like, like, um, like I got to alpha him, but even if even if he gets to alpha me without lightning blade, I don't like his heavies just bounce. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Right then, yes. what was what was your one then, um, Evan? So we're on, we're still on round three. Let's, let's, uh, let's we're on round three. Bit. So in round three, I'm facing Phil Pierce. So he's playing Kador. Yeah. So I look at that and it's like, hey, I'm finally going to be playing into the legend himself, Death Chev. Um, and his pairing has no Death Chev. So there's oh, Sorcia oh, three oh. with Man of Wars. Yeah. Uh, not in Armored Core actually, but still on um, uh, Man of Wars. And um, struck off two with a um, the whole lot of Kayezi and uh, and Behemoth. I'm trying to think what else was the what's in that list. Um, and then just like the whole lot of solos, Yuri and the Manhunters um, and all the Widowmakers. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's 
Uh, there's a couple more jacks as well. There's a shooty jack. Um, so he drops struck off, um, and I'm going Kruger here. Like, I mean, Kruger's the default unless there's a good reason to drop Chromac. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is fairly common. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm doing the usual, the usual thing here, which is, or not quite. So I realize there's a little bit of a choice with, um, with old Kruger here is when you, what are you shoving as your biggest threat forward? Um, if there's a whole lot of infantry, then you're TKing your Death Archons as far forward as they can just to steal all the board space you can. Yeah. Um, but if it's a whole lot of jacks, you actually want to TK the jacks forward and, um, and then uh, not the jacks. You want to TK the Wild Wardens uh, forward and let them run. So you're threatening as far as you can with your gallows. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that scares the jack. So this is so this is a matchup where I want to get aggressive with the jack, uh, with the world wardens. I want to bully his jacks back a bit. Um, he's gone on the far so on the side with the circle. Um, he's gone. Uh, he's put all of his kiezi, um, which we actually misplayed because um, they've. Um, it's got that, is it Acceleration, or what's the name of that spell? It's plus two defense versus shooting, but we actually treated that as plus two defense straight. Deflection. Uh, uh, which, that's, that's, that's Quicken. That's pretty it's Quicken. That's pretty, that's pretty disgusting on Kiazi. If, if that it's, yeah, so it's nasty on Kiazi, um, and we misplayed it to make it even nastier. And yeah. yeah, fine, we misread it. Such It happens. Um, so I've got Des and Gubbin on that side. Um and he's also got a whole bunch of wizard uh, widowmakers there. I'm thinking, fine, I'm just going to let Des and Gubbin go nuts and just kill off half of the Kiezi. Um Which I then don't stick to my plans and I regret later on. But uh, so, but that's a good plan there, and I'm pushing forward on the left-hand side where you've got all the flags and the objectives. I'm getting nice and aggressive with my stalker, um, and I've got one uh, warden on each side to start bullying things. Yeah. Which is all good, and I just get a, I get aggressive. I leave Kruger on zero camp because there's no spell assassination. It's all guns, and again, uh, Kruger's in secret masters, so zero camp means he's still got infinite sack pawns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, he he loves that nonsense. Um, so he pushes forward a bit, um, trying to shoot through windstorm. Um, he still has to get a little closer with uh, uh with behemoth uh, and of course this is the downside like behemoth's range 14 even if you're outside of windstorm if you're shooting something 14 away i have a fairly easy 15 inch threat with the with a stalker yeah so so he shoots a bit he gets nice and aggressive on the right hand side with all the kiezis um, and he starts playing around with a bit of uh, with a bit of terrain to try irritate me around the flags and the likes. Yeah. Um, and one of the things he does manage to do is I get I get too aggressive with um, Lenissa Russell, so she cops some widow uh, widowmaker love to the face and dies horribly. Um, which, yeah, it is a bit of a pain. Um, this is this is a theme of the tournament where I really need her to have sack pawn. She is absolutely getting traded out for a black lad after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just that 
it's so tempting to kill off that one hunter's mark. Um, so she dies, and I get a bit annoyed with that side, so I want to deal with them. Um, but I, again, I'm quite aggressive with the, uh, with the Death Archon, so that's great. So my response, um, I managed to get the, I managed to get my Death Archon into a couple Kayazis. Um, well, get to, get into about three Widowmakers and three Kayazis, which is already a great start. So the Widowmakers die, um, but I only kill one Kayazi, and I don't kill the Kayazi I need to flicker in where I need the, to be. And I've already used up. Um, What's it? I've already used uh, poor old and Gubbin to kill a couple of juicy solos around a Warjack. So I, I needed that for the extra corpses for Flicker. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, um, but that meant I basically sent in a Death Archon that really achieved very, very little. Yeah. Uh, just missing a whole bunch of Kayazis. I it's. I pull all the stunts I need. Uh, it's gallows forwards, um, uh, behemoth a bit on the left hand side, um, and I get the t uh, TK my stalker, and I do all the good things. And a stalker, and uh, power twenty one stalker charges into behemoth, mm -hmm. um, and then rolls just some of the worst dice you could ever see out of a heavy. Oh, he had about he had about three attacks in a row where he was rolling three four three for damage. Uh, which he then followed up with the snake eyes to hit. It's always, so, sad. It's always sad when you miss a Kador, Jack. It's just so sad. Um, but even, you know, there were still one or two good hits, despite all of that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, a, weird, uh, a weird came in to help out a little bit, um, and it left, it left Behemoth on around four or so boxes at the end of all of that. But he did have the repair to get there, but at least his cortex was his cortex and subcortex were all gone. Yeah. So he could get to healthy afterwards, but he wasn't going to be focused up. Yeah. Um and then I just start potting off a lot of the solos. So I've put a lot more on the left hand side with the uh flag and the objectives than he has. Just so so I'm just yeah, so I start clearing those. I can't clear everything, but I'm I'm pressing up and taking those, uh, and I'm sticking my um, solos there. Uh, I wanted to kill Old Grim, but I uh, instead of killing Old Grim, I was trying to finish off uh, Behemoth because you know the stalker just let me down so badly. Yeah. So, so that side, I'm slowly grinding away. Yuri is dead. He's died from the. He's died inside a forest because Scythe is fair. Um, no, it's fantastic. He's got stealth, but she's ignoring the forest. Fish sticks let her ignore stealth um, yep. and concealment. So, you know, the man. There's a manhunter and Yuri that's dying slowly there. And I, I slowly grind out that right hand side where um, there's a building we're playing around that slows that slows him down. He's still managing to get some. Um, uh, He's managing to push forward a bit, but it's still quite slow. He's got to kill the uh, Death Archon, uh, which he does, but it takes a little bit of work. Yeah. He's um, He feats this turn, um, but he doesn't really score anything. I score one point just uh, on my flag. Uh, I lie, he scores one on... Did he score one? I don't know if he managed to score one on his... Yes, he did. He scores one on his flag. 
Yeah. And he's pushing forwards. And at this point, I kind of realize... Um, oh, and Behemoth gets healed up, but achieves absolutely nothing. Mm. Behemoth's got two attacks. He needs eight to hit, and he misses both rolls on the Stalker. Oh, so, yeah, poor, poor Behemoth tried hard. As he doesn't need eight, he needs sevens. He got a buff, but it wasn't enough. You mean you mean this behemoth didn't have fully boosted to hit attacks? He didn't. He didn't. This was a very sad behemoth. <laughs> oh, yes, w- without his cortex, this uh, your behemoth would have totaled that warple without even batting an eyelid. <laughs> and, uh, you you cast full him. throttle, one abattoir, and his two base attacks, and he'll rip the arms off that warple. So you yeah. just you just push uh, for scenario at that point and just clear up the the, the remaining parts of. They're a threat to you. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's at that point I I basically just clear it up. I feed it. I feed him a little bit on the right for him to walk through that he can start chewing. Um, but it's slow going and it just the scenario very quickly runs away from him. Cool, cool. Nice work. Um, very well done. So, so yeah, to... we managed to. Oh yeah, that's just insane. Managed to come back from a warp wolf uh, whiffing just horribly, <laughs> monumental which is quite nice. So we go into the last round of the the Saturday. Um, so this is round four. We're playing bunkers. Um, I'll jump through mine quickly. I'll do a quick one. So I'm playing against one of the two infernal players. Uh, so Rich Padgett Padge um, is playing Sloan and Malikov, I think. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, there's uh, so we're playing bunkers. Uh, there's a big building um, just slightly off to the left of the the, the, the dead center, like a decent sized building. Um, and then obviously I bring my wall as well. So I'm like, yeah, I think I can play um, uh, Kalissa into it. Um, he's got load of hunters, but then a couple of grenadiers. So I'm like, right, I can I can just ignore my grenadiers basically. The, the grenadiers essentially just just put um, a risk of ass next to everyone I care about. Um, <laughs> Because uh, obviously their their flak field is is just blast damage, um, and their gun is like a range six or something. So I'm like, cool, we we can do this. Um, so I go I go first. I run up. Um, he sort of comes up, but respects like my threat ranges because obviously I'm threatening only nineteen twenty with my guns. Um, my next turn, I've got um, a bunch of electromancers on the left in a trench. So they sort of walk up and put some pot shots in and stuff, and then back off. Um, harpies are basically just going forward so they can get uh, line of sight on stuff shooting their guns and then speed death in back behind the building completely um scythe is doing the same from the corner of the building uh, back to a spot where there's a risk of ass that she can go back into base to base with um just completely hidden um and uh, my eternator behind the wall i put down and they're just like just just smashing the shit out of anything they shoot um so i've i've Mostly ruined his um, uh, two um, grenadiers. The grenadiers or Minutemen, whichever, whichever one it is. The, the, the jump guys, right? With the, the flak fields. Mm. That is great. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, mostly ruined them. Yeah, yeah. Done, uh, done, knocked, some, knocked some guns off. I think they knocked a gun off one of the, the hunters. So we still got like a bunch of hunters with guns. Um, and I've held onto my feet because, you know, there's not a lot. It matters. He's got, he's got, a stri- he's got, um, Oh, no, no, sorry, I have, I have feated, um, and it's just to deny his um, his Grievous Wounds um, bloody troll kind of guy. Um, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, 
So he comes forward, uh, tries to clear stuff around the, the flag on the right. Uh, on the flag on the left, I've just got like free reign to put a model on it, and he could either come forward with Kane um, or Ace, and and like but have to run to get there to contest. So that's not happening. So he's like yeah. shoot. So he's basically shooting off like an ex- expendable solo every turn. So I'm like, I'm fine with that. And then, then I'm scoring. Um, um, and then yeah, so it comes back to me. Uh, and I'm like, cool. I think I can probably just ruin most of what's got left. Um, so at this point, like I'm, I take out a bunch more of the hunters. Uh, Pages dies as well. It's just absolute dog shit the entire game. Like, like yeah, yeah, really, really, really bad. Every every roll pretty much is, is awful until it comes to his feet turn where he kills the two attorney. Bless it. That's all. But he, he kills the two attorney from from pretty much uninjured. Um, but in response, my next turn, I've got Rissavas in his zone. Um, I've got um, I, I think I kill Kane I kill like nearly everything he's got in the zone so I'm scoring my zone um, my flag contesting his flag I think I've killed most of the zones on that end anyway and he, he's, he's just really down to like a few models left so he can kill a, a few bits and it goes back to me and I just basically clear out everything and score every scenario element um, and, and win wow so, so yeah, so I score two two flags, two zones, and I've destroyed the um, the objectives already. So I'm like, cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, if if yeah, God, yeah, def definitely like if, if ever there's a a game where you go, I'm gonna go buy a new set of dice. It was that game for Panch. So, so absolutely, wow. uh, absolutely worth worth trying again when his dice are not complete dog shit. So uh, yeah. let's do let's do Evan quickly. What's your hopefully yep. to yeah. try and uh, do a speed up a bit because we're we're getting off time. So you're playing against... Yeah. Uh, you're playing against Matt Hopkins. Uh, so you're playing against my captain. Matt Hopkins, who you played two rounds earlier. Yeah. So Matt's I'm, I'm, got... Uh, uh, softened him up for you. Yeah, so you softened poor old Matt up and you yeah. broke his spirit a little bit. Um, he, and he, then he, he had to play into circle. Yeah, he's already looking at the card, of, uh, uh, card by then going, why didn't I bring this guy? <laughs> <laughs> So at this, so he drops Fiora into into me. Um, I, we won't go too quickly through this game because this was a comedy of errors that everyone should enjoy properly. Let's try, let's so, try to do it, do it quicker though, because we're we're already okay. Like, sure. Two hours yeah, yeah. We've got three more rounds. After. Fair enough. So I've got I've got second turn, and I'm trying a little stunt that uh, um, that I've had played against me on War Table, where. Um, Whoever, if he runs up more than nine inches, um, you have stones, ports, Kruger up, you have Kruger TK up, um, and you can craft, you craft talisman, and you can reach out and touch someone who's run nine inches out of their zone. So I reckon is up ten inches out of their zone. I gallows him forward five inches. Um, I'm about to TK him, and I realize, oh, holy crap, I have not deployed in such a way that when I pull this guy close, I can actually kill him. All I'm doing is threat extending his Reckoner. So I then throw another TK to push him back where he came from two inches and turn him around. Which is not fantastic play, in case anyone's wondering. This is not brilliant for any stretch. I also don't have enough uh, fury left to put up Windstorm. So I push up as best I can now to try and make up for this incredibly poor state of affairs. Um... And Matt looks at this, he takes advantage by saying, oh, well, if you're going to make my life easier, he starts potting off all his guns. Uh, and between the Redeemer, the Reckoner, 
two of whatever that spell is from Fiora that gives her anger tokens. Um, and and two shots from the Living Covenant, he manages to down from range a Wald Warden through the Hermit. Oof. So that that was a rough start. Um, but at the end of this, he's camping one, and he's right behind his... Um, right behind his objective. And I look at this and say, hey, I can hunters mark the objective, I can get a stalker into the objective, sprint away, and there's road to war on Fiora, I've got a weird in range, I've got scythe in range, and I've got uh, Kruger, and that should be enough to kill a caster. And that was an incredibly short game, top of two. Oh, sorry, bottom of two. Yeah. Um, because that absolutely kills Fiora. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So probably just a wald does most of it on its own, right? I, I, Des and Gubba knocked four health off her as well, because she's right next to an objective, and, you know, why not? As is tradition. Right, so, on to, uh, on to Rob. So you're playing against Aaron. Aaron, who's uh, yep, all Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Dix. Aaron Dix. So he's, so, uh, he's got, uh, he's got Trollbloods, and he's got... Um, I think he had Gunny One he had... and Madrak Three. Sorry, Gunny One and Madrak yeah. Three. That's it. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Gunny One and Madrak Three. Um, and Madrak Three's in Storm of the North. Yeah. So normally Madrak Three in Band of Heroes would mean that I'd probably try and drop Zerkova, but because he's in Storm of the North, um, that's a bad idea. Um, because every one of those assholes is immune to cold. Um, so I don't do that. Um, I drop Karchev instead. Yeah. Um, which is fine because, like, um, he's got champions and he's got bears, um, but like, his damage buff is um, he's got stone and he's got um, hot hands and he's got um, what's it called? Uh, battle lust. Yeah. Um, but he can only apply it in so many places at once. Um, yeah. So, so he doesn't really have like Madrak Three doesn't really have the damage output to get through all the all the beef, all the steel. Yeah. Um, so I win the roll off and decide to go first, and he's, I run everything he's, forward. He's in the chat going, "What um, exactly. done yeah, 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 he's he's got like um he's got like Madrak, he's got a Mauler, um a Pyrotroll, he's got an Axer, he's got like Valka and a unit of Bears and Bumbles and um what's it uh, Boomy three, three and yeah. some champions and, and some other idiots as well. Uh, he's got two units of uh of Fire Eaters, which uh, I was not happy to see because um I hate those idiots, um but uh, you know. That's uh, just how it goes. So, um, yeah, I run everything forward. Um, I sort of... I try to tempt him into taking a, um, an assault spray with his um, fire eaters um, because I sort of think, well, if he, if he assault sprays my, my jacks turn one, I don't really care. Um, and if I can kill them early, it means that they're not threatening my back lines, um, which would be nice. But he doesn't take it. He just kind of spreads out a bit. So we... My second turn, and I realize all of a sudden that actually, because we're on bunkers, um, I have a slight problem in that I have sod all solos, and actually I want all my solos to be alive yeah. um, because, like, the only one who might who might be semi um, expendable is um, is the adjunct, um, and they're all like fairly central. So I've got no one who can really run to the flags, so I can't really let him score ahead. So I've got to I've got to contest pretty heavily. So I end up, I put a death warded um, juggernaut on the left hand side behind like a building where the, where the left hand flag is. Yeah. Um, and I put some Kiazi eliminators on the right hand side. And in my panic, I forget that he's got bears that are going to ambush. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, oh, well, like, uh, like I realize at the end of the turn, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe their defense will save them. Um, 
so he goes and I've kept out of his threat ranges. So he, he kind of runs forward a bit and he feeds. He doesn't come too far forwards, um, possibly because he doesn't want to get a bunch of idiots stationary by um, by the Death Archon or something. I don't know. But he doesn't come too far forwards. But he ambushes all of his bears on um, and sort of clears out clears out the elimination on the right flank and scores with bumbles. Um, so he's got feet up. Um, he's got uh, his champions in the big line um, and they are sort of being defended a little bit by um, by Boomhowler's uh, countercharge. Um, and on the left-hand side, he's got Valka, the Pyre Troll, the Axer, and uh, some Fire Eaters. So I decide um, that I need to, I need to like, be proactive. I decide not to go into his central line, but I do, I do manage to kill... He doesn't tough... I, I send a Jack into Valka. Um, I punt him into a wall with a, with a Marauder. Um, he doesn't tough. Yeah. Um, and then with feet up, um, the juggernaut walks around the building and uh, beats the crap out of um, out of his uh, out of his axer, um, leaving it like alive. Just um, and then I go in on. I sort of have to clear some bears to get in on Bumbles, and I fuck up, and he gets a counter charge with Bumbles. Um, oh, yeah, which is not nice. Like it does like a shitload of damage to mm. um, to my juggernaut. Um, thankfully, I already had like unyielding and, and death water up, so it didn't do too much. Um, but it like uh, like it still hurts. Yeah. Um, and I, I managed to knock down Bumbles, kill both bears, and like pass turn. So at this point, like he can get he can get some champions into one jack, which he does, and he kills it. Um, and he charges with. Um, he and he sort of runs everything else up and then it's just like kind of a bit of a scrum so we, we sort of go back and forth a bit he kills another jack he damages a whole bunch of other ones um and in the end i just kind of roll over him because although he although he's got like battle lust and everything he's got retaliatory yeah. strike um and I, I run afoul of a couple more tricks like i didn't realize that uh, boom how three gets um retaliatory strike from um from the champ uh, hero the, yeah the champ oh yeah. god He's got, he's, he's got unions, right? Yeah, well. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I hit, hit him, him he unions it, it, unions and then he hits you and, and knocks he, you on the ass. And I fall over. So yeah. I'm a bit sad by that. But like, it's all just like he just keeps bouncing off because like I kill the pyre troll the next turn, which means he's got he's got the cold stone, but even then he's only like pow fourteen on the champions and yeah. pow fifteen with 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 Doomy. He's only got so many casts of battle lust. Um, and I've killed most of the champions. I think he's got. I think after after he charges, he gets like one dude in, welcome, does welcome, a bunch of damage, and then the next turn I charge and I kill everybody except for um, Scaldi. Yeah. So he's got oh. Scaldi. So he's got Scaldi. He's got Boom Howler. Bumbles is still alive, um, and that's about it. Oh, he's got the Mauler as well. Um, and so he, he goes in and just bounces off and eventually I roll over him and I kill Madrak. Yeah. Um, like because, Makes he, sense. because he can't stop it anymore. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Um, and he, he doesn't even have any beasts to transfer to because I've killed, killed everything. Yeah, so it is. So that, that, was, that was my round four. Very done. So that's the end of the first day. Um, going into the event, I wasn't sure if we were going to have like a cut to um, cut at the end of the cut day, away. but it was just a, we're just going to carry on uh, with the the, the actual way we did it and um there was some pair downs the next day it, it was just every, every every game was a a roulette of are we going to play an extra round are we are yeah we? <laughs> and we did so we got we got our money's worth it was good so um 
So Saturday night happened. Uh, I went for some delicious barbecue. I don't know where you are. I went to Smokehouse. Um, and one end, of the, one end of the table, um, some idiots ordered deep fried burgers and then complained that it tasted like shit. Whereas I had like some delicious burger with like a beef brisket I mean, on it. You, you ordered a deep fried burger, no, man. I, you I made did, your own yes, bed. Exactly. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I don't like, know what else to say. Like it was right there on the menu. Yeah, I, I asked, I asked the waitress, I was like, what's good? And I just ordered what she told me. And I was like, cool. And, and it was real nice. So uh, but anyway, it was super yeah. cool. Uh, out with all the Welsh players uh, pretty much. And um, a couple of the, uh, I, the, 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 the venture from afar. We had uh, Gil from, from Denmark and then, and a couple of bits and bobs, but yeah, it was really cool. Did you guys go uh, out or was that chill? Yeah, I, I went out with the uh, England Roses team. So, the first time we've actually oh, yeah, got to meet team. up for yeah. all of us together. Um, so we went out to uh, Viva Viva Brazil, it was very cool. They kind of just keep bringing yeah, you skewers yeah, of yeah. stuff until you have to roll out of there, yeah, just, just right <laughs> next to the translation. Um, yeah, um, no, that was a great evening. What about you, yeah. Rob? Did you, um, did you go out or? I, I ended up going out, um, I think there was about 12 of us in the end, um, and we, we ended up going to, um, there's like a little Chinese place in, in the, the retail park around the stadium in uh, yeah. where Forest is, um, called, uh, I think it's called Good World, um, and like hmm. we, we, sort of, we sort of rocked up to it, and it's like, it's in the, it's in the same part of the, uh, the retail area as like the casino. Um, so we, we sort of like, oh, this looks a bit skeevy, but we walked in and it was, it was like a proper nice like, Chinese restaurant. Um, like excellent food. Like I had like um like a big noodle dish, and I had some like mapo tofu. Yeah. It, was, it, was, uh, it was a good, it was a very good meal. Um, cool. Cool. Really enjoyed that. Would go back. So have some good Chinese food. This is good, right? Yeah. So we rock up Sunday morning, and I know uh, where where I'm staying. We rock up a little bit later because um, <laughs> I I I stay with Lewis from one of the, one of the worst players, and I've come down with Andy and Andy. Andy, I think, is sick three times before we leave Lewis's in the morning. Um, oh wow! Just, uh, is this Andy Devine? Yeah, yeah. So he's so yeah. He, he basically we, we uh, it was after I got back from Smokehouse, and um, like so they, they'd eaten already. Andy was still hungry, so we went down onto City Road, and he got a kebab, and it was blatantly the kebab because he was the only one that ate, and him and Lewis had stuff from the same place before, uh, and yeah, he basically was just like he looked he looked like death, and yeah, he was sick. Three times before we left, and I think another twice before um, before he started round five. Oh, um, that's great. Which is pretty, wow. pretty nasty. He almost, he almost dropped in the morning, um, but he's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep it together. So round five starts with I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Evan uh, lead the way in. How was how was you all uh, right? So you're playing against Reese. So I, I was playing Reese Darvel. Um, and he had Maddie 3 and he had um, Arva BBMD Esquire. Yep. So I thought, okay, I'm facing another Maddie 3 game. So I dropped, my, I dropped Kruger. I'm now ready for this. Although this is now a much more minions heavy variant on yep. Maddie 3. Um, and to my absolute shock, he drops Carver. Um, oh, which the, the I look at initially as like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then I look at what's happened because VOD allows Carver to have stones. Oh, no. So that's an armor 23 battle group. Every pig is armor 23. Nice. I have no damage buffs aside from the hermits in my list. I'm not but loving the idea of this at like, all. Like power 25 or something anyway, right? 
it's not power stupid, but the feat basically makes everyone a weapon master. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's all, it's all bad. So I shove up as far as I can to just try kind of spook him into something and get some board space. Um, basically, I need to I need to use gallows and TK just to pull him out of range of the stones. Yeah, yeah. like it it's the only way only way I'm going to kill anything. Like I've got no other options. Um, and so he looks at this and says, "Okay, well he's just making a bit of a bunker. Uh, there's a nice trench for him to hide in." Uh, once again, I'm behind the usual forest because yeah, that that's what uh, that's what I keep getting. Um, and he's and he puts up just all the spells, and he leaves Carver camping zero. Oh. And he's got his he's got the Earthborn Animus on him, so I can't drag him or I can't uh, gallows him, but I can I can TK him. It's just like he it's is, on. It's on. Yeah. yeah, he's also got uh, he's got Gudrun two sitting right behind him to make him harder to shoot and cast spells at. Yeah, and he's got three Pharaoh Valkyries in range to catch all of the spells I want to throw at him. All the the, the guns. Uh, not spells right. to to catch the weird guns, etc. Yeah. So you know he's done a he's done a better job of protecting himself than Fiora's done. Yeah. But he's camping zero, and it's like, well, I'm never going to get a better chance yeah, yeah. than this. It's, it's all while um, you can. So, but this is fantastic because Kruger walks up and proves exactly why he's just such a nightmare. He can't be pushed because of the Earthborn's animus. But the so, Valkyries, etc., can be pushed. But Gudrun yeah, can be pushed. Yeah. The Valkyries can be pushed. Yeah, yeah. So I feed all of his defense away from him. I get the. Um, I can stationary. There's one. There's a Roadhog next to him that I can make stationary. The Earthborn, I can't. Um, but I make that I make that stationary. Um, I do that before I send in Kruger. I then TK that. I've got the rerolls. I TK pour a carver forward and turn him around. He's got an animus on him. I have a world weird. It was a lot more hard work to kill him because his armor was also 23, <laughs> which is just fun. Um, but I was able to end that assassination run by getting a stalker into his bum as well. Yeah. So with two, so after all the guns with two fury left to still spend, a stalker manages to eat Carver. Oh, grim. So yeah, it's grim. It's it's Kruger. He's just got so many options. <laughs> Over in chat, boss uh, man is like Kruger players describing their turns is bad for my blood pressure. Like, uh, <laughs> re, re, you re, know what? That's fair. <laughs> so uh, that is absolutely fair. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's your uh, your kill on the on the pool pink. Um, I right. that was my that was my five. So I start my Sunday into uh, Ryan Ryan Wilmot, so uh, the captain of England Lions. So he's uh, running Crucible Guard. Uh, he's got a, a very um, very chunky. Um, uh, ass mountain list as you'd expect it with like you know all the assault troopers etc um uh with baldwin and then he's got a silvestro with double rail lists and you know uh, a load of jacks so i'm expecting him to drop ass mountain um you know it, it's why i played into elliot on friday it's why i played into brandon owens the other week when i when i practiced uh the Calissa list into it to to see if i had enough game and that's before i put in 
Iris. So I was like, right, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this, and I'm and I'm happy with the matchup. But he drops Silvestro. Um, so I, I go first, and uh, I run up. Um, so he positions, but doesn't come into my threat ranges. So just just you know a gnat's whisker out of everything. Um, so my uh, my turn two, I'm just sort of uh, going into my zone. Um, and he's got his he's got his trains on the sort of the right hand side of the the circle uh, and, and and further across. And he's got um, an ascendant mentalist and a rocker and ace to go and score the flag. Um, so and then all his jacks basically are uh, on his zone. There's a building. Um, just on, just in his zone, not quite as far as the the circle, and he's basically got Silvestro and his jacks all bundled around that area, pretty much. Um, uh, so he's got someone. He's, he's popped them on turn two, ready onto his flag, the Rocketman Ace. So I shoot the Rocketman Ace out off with Kalissa. Um, uh, she just walks forward, snipes him off, and then goes back. Um, and oh, he's got the um, failed experiments of, of run as well uh, into into my zone. Um, so my turn A on the right, uh, the, the one that's furthest right, basically Batasta, between the combo of Rissavas just walking out of the way, uh, then he charges across and starts um, sort of stomping through um, the uh, uh, the failed experiments. I've got a couple of um, shots from uh, Electromancers and Ghost Snipers to try and clear it. But I think I, I'm not sure if I completely clear that turn or maybe leave, leave one guy. Um, uh, but on, this, is, this is coming up now to my turn three. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I've completely cleared the zone. There's like a fail experiment just outside the zone, so I'm scoring my zone, um, scoring my flag. I've shot the thing off his flag, um, and on the left hand side, I've got Alara is back behind um, a cloud, and her harpies just mm-hmm. keep on going forward, shooting his stuff out of his zone, and then speed of deathing into his zone. So I'm scoring his zone on turn three. Um, and I'm going, right, I can give this harpy away, then he's going to have to become something in to deal with it. I think the turn before, I'd run, I just ran Electromancers into the zone. Um, uh, so he comes back, does much shooting. This is my feet turn, so he can't get the um, uh, the the trains to come and do a great deal. Um, there's like basically in range is a bunch of Rissamas who are immune to cold and have blur on them. Um, so he basically just fails to kill any Rissamas. Um <laughs> And then on the left, he uh, smashes up the, the harpy that's in the zone um, and puts his liberator um, uh, to contest my flag. And yeah. I think I think he might have put the liberator into melee with the other harpy and the priest that's on the flag by then. Um, at which point, I'm like, cool, right. So I'm, I'm up on scenario. I'm feeling pretty good. The trains are, are way out of the game. They're too far back to, to really threaten a great deal. Um and I, I'm at that point then scoring the middle zone as well. Um, so Alara uh, ghostlies the harpy. The harpy walks behind the liberator and does a two-handed throw towards my deployment area away from the flag, at which point an Eris shoots it to, to make it disrupted as well. So it's like knocked down, Ugh. out of range, of, out of control range, knocked down, disrupted. I'm like, cool, I don't have to worry about that for a minute. Uh, and after I've successfully hit the two-handed throw... I speed of death into the zone, um, and uh, and basically I just I just, just uh, feed a harpy into his zone to score um, every turn. Basically, while I while I'm shooting stuff, and I just just offload all the guns I can into the rest of the jacks in his zone. Um, 
the next turn he sort of uh, and, he, and he's, he's feated to do a bit of damage and stuff um, in between but like the next turn he kind of puts uh, Sylvester and Prospero in the zone he's got a heavy and his light like the only, only jacks remaining and his light spray guys contesting um, my flag but at this point I'm like I need to score and, and, he, and, he's, and he's put a, a railus into the, the central circle zone uh, who failed to kill both Riss of Ass that he sort of charged in to kill. Just, just, he's, he's like, right, do I do I shoot them or do I hit them? And I'm like, I don't mind, but they'll be hitting you back in a second. And he just failed <laughs> to hit them with uh, with any of his guns. Um, and yeah, so I'm like, well, going into the turn, I'm like, right, I need to score two. So I'm, I'm scoring my zone easily. I just need to score one more thing. And it was, uh, I, could, I could try and take the rails out, but I wasn't sure I had enough, or I could just shoot Prospero so literally just turned all my guns onto Prospero and my attorney that's in the middle zone just ran into his zone scored it and I'm like sweet so I score 11-6 I win on side um, nice. which is uh, yeah but very much felt pretty comfortable um, like the whole game uh, I've, I've had a couple of games into Crucible with the the, the Calissa list so yeah I think uh, went, went as planned which is good against obviously uh, uh, yeah, top top of the Top of the England team, so that was good. So, yeah. Mr. McCormick, round five. Uh, so we, round you, five, I guess. Um, you're just DNS playing Kador for you're just playing uh, Karcher for now, in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I get the Inestimable Paul North, who's playing Legion. Yeah. Um, and it feels very 2018 because he's got Animag um, in um, uh, Primal Terrors with like Hellmouths and Chosen yeah. and uh, like. Like rot wings and stuff. Um, so it's like a, it's like, like a list I'd, I'd see with my old, uh, like old H two list. Yeah. Back in W T. Um, so his other list is Mechanolilith. Um, so I decide that um, I probably shouldn't drop Takova. I should be responsible and drop Karchev. Yeah. Um, because he threatens a little bit too far and he's a little bit too high armor. Blah blah blah. So anyway, he drops um, Animag, um, which I think is the right call because I think Mechanolilith just bounces off Karchev. Yeah. Um, like she, she just can't get the damage output, um, and so we're playing. I, th- I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure if we mentioned it. Spread the net this round. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, spread the net. Uh, um, and there's a big forest in the center of the zone, which is great for him because he's got stupid helmets. Um, we roll off, and he wins the roll and goes first. Um, which I actually slightly prefer in this situation because it means his um, his helmets are not back. as far forward. Yeah. Um. I sort of deploy quite um, quite standard. He sort of goes, he runs forward. Um, He messes up a little bit because he doesn't get um, the armor or aura onto his um, his left hand Helmo, which is in in his in his rectangular zone. Um, And so Behemoth walks up um, on my turn, shoots it twice and leaves it on like two, three boxes. Um, Not a great place to be yeah um i also managed to get two extra corpses um and put up mortal fear on um the uh the death archon because he's given me tentacles which is just free corpses yeah um like i might as well kill them and take them um uh so like the entire this entire game like mortal fear is up every single turn because i never i'd never run short of yeah. corpses oh that's rough it's a hard choice yeah, he's either got to use yeah, them yeah. and and be a pain in the ass or on uh, corpses or not and then you just, you just ignore it uh, uh, 
I know over the last two years, whenever I've put down a Hellmouth, if I've seen Death Archons, I've just run the tentacles out of, uh, you know, out of command just to disappear. No more corpses. Um, In front of my flag, um, because I got to pick side, I picked the the nicer side. I've got like a, there's a house in front of my flag, like quite a big one. Um, So on his, so on my first turn, I've sort of um, bought my one. I've run everything forward a bit. Um, stayed out of drag range. I, I will leave you um, to talk about it for a minute if you could uh, yeah, yeah. carry on. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, stay out of Gala's range as well um, so that he can't like pull anything in. Um, and I've taken anchor objective for the next turn. Um, so on his turn, he like sort of runs, um, runs all of his idiot birds forward um, and contests my flag with like four of them. Um, and he he takes a sh- he doesn't even take a shot I don't think he he um he just sort of runs the um, runs the blightbringer he shuffles things around a bit he tries to get a bit sort of better board position so then my turn rolls around and now I have um, an anchored um, an anchored death warded juggernaut um, oh god yeah yeah so like um and I put it um where the where my rectangular zone and the circular zone meet. Um, so, and, and I put the, um, the, there's like, um, there's like a small obstruction behind him. And then to the right of that, I've put my, um, my jaws forest. And in that sort of nook between the two of them, um, I put the death war, the, um, the mortal feared, um, death archon. So there's no way way he he can't, he can't even get on my objective without being in, in mortal fear. Um, like, which is kind of rough. Especially because the objective gets unyielding as well. Um, I'm a 22 I... objective. That's <laughs> nice. Um, so then he, um, then I, I sort of conga some jacks um, behind the anchor jacks so they can't be pulled in, um, mm. and I move. I take take Behemoth forward. He shoots um, the hurt Hellmouth again, kills it, even through the armor 20 now, um, and I. Hilariously, he's put all of his um, all of his um, Ogryn around this Hellmouth, but I fail to break armor on any of them. Like Behemoth completely flubs his, his blast down. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't get vengeance. Um, I kill a couple. I have a spare shot, so I kill. I kill some birds. Um, the Kiazi Eliminators um, also kill some birds. They both get boundless charge from Sorsha. And one of them gets into his zone, kills a bird, and the other one kills the other two birds that are contesting. Um, so I managed to score my flag using the adjunct that turn. Um, so I end that turn. He's got, he can probably, if he really wants to, um, he can gallows in the rager and kill that um, using his spell marcher. Um, but that's probably all he can get if he, if he really tries hard. Um, and I've scored two because I mean I, it's probably worth doing anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it, it probably is. But like, um, I, I, I sort of run the rager around Behemoth so that he can't drag in Behemoth, and it's out of range of the tentacle. So he's got a gallows in the tent, the rager, and then he can pull it in and kill it if he really wants to. He decides not to in the end. Um, Unyielding's up, Death Ward's out, so he's got an armor twenty-six warjack that he can go and try and kill, try and kill. He's got a rager that he can potentially gallows if he really wants to, and he's got an, and he's got Golub who can charge the objective, but is going to be dealing with armor twenty two. Um, yeah, that's not a good place for him. No. Um, so his turn, he decides to commit Golub to uh, to do it, and he, he just manages to kill the objective, 
um, but he actually fails. It takes him all of his fury to do it. He can't sprint. So he can't sprint. Um, and is very, very sad. Um, and on the other side, he kills um, my Kiazi elimination that I put in, in the zone. Um, but that doing that pulls his um, his uh, Ogryn unit off to the left-hand side of the zone. Um, because he tries with his with his birds and they just fail. Like they can't they can't right. they can't hit the defense seventeen. No, um, they really can't. Yeah. He tries for a scatter he tries for a scatter onto my adjunct uh, to get him off the flag, completely completely whiffs it, that doesn't get the scatter he wants. Um and sort of passes turn having scored. He scores like um he scores one on his flag. He doesn't score his zone because he's not got anything in it that can score it because Animag's off on the right flank and the Blightbringer's in the center zone. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's it. Um, and now the Blightbringer's in the zone um, within charge range of about two jacks. Um, and the oh. and, and all, all of his chosen are in, are in, like about two of his chosen are in charge range as well. So my turn, um, full throttle goes up, unyielding goes up, um, and I give out. A fo- two fo- uh, I give out two focus, one to the juggernaut, one to the um, uh, one to the behemoth. I end up deciding not to charge the um, uh, the blightbringer because I can't quite. The order of activations doesn't quite let me clear the hellmouth in time to get the charges off. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. But, so uh, does your feet? If you spend one to charge, does your feet then have you end up with three focus and uh, after you've charged? Oh no, no, it's worse than that because remember, sir, that I have free charges for yeah, my battle. Yeah, full gives him. Uh, oh right, okay, charge. so then yeah, it makes no difference, right? Yeah, so um, I give one focus out to a jack. It gets the feet focus and is fully fully fueled. Yeah. Um, what's it? Um, so I end up killing that turn with the feet. I kill the he- I kill the other Hellmouth. I kill Golub, <laughs> and I kill two chosen, um, and that's the whole sure. feat. Um, and I finish off some of the um, some of the birds, and I ru- I run everything forward because feet's gone, so I don't have any threat range anymore. So I'm on his side of the uh, side of the yeah. board. Um, he's got the Blightbringer. He's got about three chosen left, um, and the um, Ogryn are facing the wrong way to charge. So he claps back, and he manages to kill Ajax. Um, managing to clear his flag. Um, he sends in the Blightbringer um, under feet and fails to kill a Juggernaut with Death Ward. Um, and like he's, he's dice off, um, even with um, even with feet, he's like dice off seven. Like dice off five, dice off seven. Yeah, I mean, he's got a plus six damage swing, but you've got a plus six armor swing, and yeah. your base <laughs> stats are just that much higher. Yeah, yeah. it's rough. Um, so he, he largely bounces off. He kills Ajax, um, and then I swing back. I kill all the rest of the Chosen. I kill um, I kill the Blightbringer. Um, I kill the rest of the birds. Um, I score like four. Po- I score like three points, three four points. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can and at, we end the game with me going five points up. Him having like uh, like managed to score an extra point back. Um, and the only thing that's untouched is Zogren unit, and ne- they never took any damage. Like wow. his, uh, his, 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 um, everything else is dead, ex- um, including um, including Animag. Yeah, he's just run out of toys at that point. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's really hard because he 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 has the damage output to kill the Jacks, but he has to have like a perfect game to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He actually needs to get. He needs two high power shots to kill that death archon before the lines clash. And he doesn't have them. He has one. Yeah. He has one high power yeah. shot for turn. Um, and I've got a shield. Uh, Rob's exactly. The death archon is, is very sad. The, uh, the... It seems to have gone all over the show and mine's yeah, yeah, disappeared. Doesn't matter. I shall. Uh, okay. Okay. Right, I shall correct this by doing this and then do this. Um, but yeah, very cool. Mm. Uh, is that everyone's round five? Yeah, that's my round five. Uh, that's me, yours. I'm just gonna jump out and run back in. There we go. This should fix it. There we go. There we go. We've got the. We've got everyone's video. Oh, we sorted. Yeah, yeah. Just, I just have to log back into it in that. So that was everyone's round five. So round six is recon, uh, and then. Um, so do you want to start, Evan? You're, you're playing version yeah. of Zill. So you're your teammate, right? So, so yes, I'm playing into my teammate Zill, who is diving into my old pool of um, of Infernals. Um, and he's done something really interesting, because he's, he's gone all in on Howlers. Well, not quite all in, but he's a definite convert to Howlers. And I must say, I like what he's doing, how they're working out. Yeah. Um, so it's he's got the harvester, so that's the colossal gargantuan, whatever you want to call it. Is this is this in the Zatoroth list? This is in the Zatoroth list. So he specifically has his uh, his Zatoroth is basically this is because Circle pisses him off, and he's quite happy with Fiora and the rest of the world. <laughs> but uh, so Circle upsets him, and uh, and Zatoroth is his answer for Circle. So. Um, he's got he's got the unit of howlers, which is basically just a really you know something tough to remove that he can take a punch with, and you don't lose your expensive heavies every yeah. turn. Um, he's got the he's wait, got wait, the harvester, wait, wait, which wait, is the great wait gun. A expensive heavies, did you say, Evan? Oh, it, In a you know once that you... makes a free heavy every turn. I'm not sure I can it let you get does, away with but... it. Once you sp after you've spent about thirty points on marked souls and support, yes, each each heavy is expensive. 30, 30 <laughs> points, yeah, they're like, they're like four <laughs> points for a heavy, right? A anyway, come on, yeah, come on. four Carry points on. for each heavy, yeah. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. We'll listen to how the game goes. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, so he's he's got the harvester. He's got the the usual support that you always see, you know, the usual um, the usual solos of um, of Roger and Alan and uh, Regner. Um, he's got a he's got a pair of wretches there. He's got Nissia, who I was mocking, and Nissia did quite nicely for him. Um, so he's and obviously the gate. So I've dropped Kruger. Um, and I get nice and aggressive. He's got a couple guns, but not too much that I'm scared of. Um, so I try to push the, um, what's it called, forward. Uh, I'm pushing forward with the Death Archons, uh, mostly because he doesn't, he's got a lot of infantry, and he doesn't have, um, uh, he doesn't have the solo, the, uh, not the Dragoon, the cavalry guy who makes him immune to stationary. Uh, yeah, that's it. He doesn't have Hawk. And well, without Hawk, um, it's really painful having all of your, all of your heavies be stationary. So, 
he's so I, I head on forward there and I play a little bit more aggressive than I probably should um, uh, I hide Dezen Govan in a, in a very neat little squall which I was quite happy with um, and then I, I play behind my favorite um, what's it called uh, my favorite forest in the middle of the table again so just taking the forests with you is that is that why you got to play i I don't know somebody down in wales loves me i don't know how it happened i'm not kidding seven games seven central forests i don't know how i'm just grateful (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so yes i have my central i have my central forest um and he walks up and he's he sets up a whole bunch of interesting shots, um, mostly on these uh, on the Death Archon. He creates a Desolator, which, with an ancillary attack, manages to hit these uh, hit the Death Archon. Um, and he then he then goes forward and sprays it with the Harvester just outside of um, outside of my uh, range. Yeah. So. Uh, just out well he sprays he can't throw the big uh, the big one but that's okay he can live without that um i'm thinking about this did i did i have second turn i think i must have had second turn because he ended up with two heavies at that point um but other way so he sprays he sprays off at the death archon and i look at this and it's like okay i have to let the first one hit um if it kills it, it kills it. If it doesn't, I really want this Death Archon to live, so I'm ready to use the Hermit at the second spray. Yeah. Uh, he rolls a dice, and he's got 5 million re-rolls. He spikes it, he kills the Death Archon. Uh, um, fine, that happens. That's, you know, that he's with the re-rolls, he's probably got about a 70%, because he's got a re-roll, he's got a re-roll yeah, from Eilish, and he's got a re-roll from Oren. He's got enough dice to throw at this. Yeah. yeah. So Death Archon gets taken down. Um, and he decides he really doesn't want to lose his um, his marked souls to uh, to Dezengaban, which is perfectly reasonable. So he makes sure he's still in range of his rerolls. He runs out the Forboder. So for those that don't know, that's the um, Infernal Arc node. And... He tosses a couple of Stygian... He tosses a Stygian Abyss. Um, he actually does this before the Harvester acts. So the Harvester was able to finish it off. Um, so with a boosted Stygian, he kills off um, Dezengubbin. He's put up a road to war. Um, and that last shot from the uh, from the Harvester is able to finish Dezengubbin off after Dezengubbin had toughed. So that protects all of his um, that protects all of his solos, um, but the end of that turn is something that should be reasonably familiar by this stage of the tournament, hmm. which is here's a caster with road to war up, same as for Yora, camping zero, <laughs> and a shrimp. Just and to and to quote uh, Sable Sil- Silver, Kruger turn is then I started blasting. <laughs> and that was the end of a short game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, was that your? That was your round six, right? So my, my round six. That was is, my round six. So my round six is versus Gav Beckett. Um, 
this guy. Are you still in the chat, Gav? Uh, um, so this is this is versus Scorn. Um, he's he said on Facebook earlier the one list was literally uh, a fake. Uh, he was going to play Morgul every game if he could, and that's what he did. So he dropped Morgul too. Morgul's got um, a a mammoth on Morgul. Um, Makeda Zero with a Hydra. Um, there's an Agonizer, I think, which is on... Agonizer or a Kriya is on uh, Makeda as well. Um, and then there's like a, a smattering of, of solos. Um, and you have some dudes in the middle. I'm trying to think. Um, but yeah, but essentially... The, the plan is, and this is the plan that he, he goes for for every game, is is Morgul just, just rockets up the board into a position where he can just threaten to just, just kill casters. Uh, so he wants to kill casters, turn two is the plan. Um, so I, I, I remember that Morgul is potentially horrific. I need to not give up an assassination. Um, like, I think, I think, I think I'm looking at it going, right, I think that's how I lose. And just make sure I'm safe. So, I think I go first, run up, he comes, runs up, and there's a, there's a cent, there is a central forest on this table. And Morgul just parks behind the forest. Um, so my turn, I'm like, right, I park. So I'm like, I'm looking at it. So he speeds seven, but he can apparate, and he can get, and he's got celerity on them. So he speeds nine with apparition. So I'm like, okay. Obviously, he's completely behind the forest, and he's not going to be able to get line of sight. So I'm like, okay. Well, I don't think he is. So I'm like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna protect my my key pieces. I've got stuff on my flag. Uh, this is this is recon, we should say as well. Um, and I'm like, right, I'm gonna, gonna protect my stuff. Make sure there's stuff contesting, um, and then I'm gonna try and make sure Calissa is safe. So she feats to stop um, for him being able to charge the Hydra in and then spray wherever he wants with its like five sprays. Um, so um, I park Calissa literally as far back as she possibly can um, on the kill box, like, you know, a sliver uh, out of it. I think she's camping three, and she's feated. And right, right, and I've spread everything out. I've got a couple of things in the way, uh, and I'm like, I think, I think I'm okay. And, um, and we, we start, and Gav goes, okay, but I think I can try and kill you. It's like for fuck's sake! Like there's there's no there's nowhere else I could have gone. Like, yeah, unless I was kill boxing myself behind the building that was like at the edge of the zone, I could have gone nowhere. Nowhere good. So I was like, right, okay, let's see. Uh, so we, we talk about like the the way it works. And the way it works is obviously, Makeda operates forward. Uh, Makeda Morgul operates forward. That's the first part. A bunch of other people operate. Um, obviously, celerities up kept. So he runs a gremlin swarm um, into base to base behind Makeda. And the mammoth's gun aims a shot at the gremlin swarm from behind. So oh. on a direct hit, it then throws everyone D6 inches forward. So uh, it doesn't do any damage to the gremlin swarm. Uh, it's like shitty blast damage to, to Morgul, so it isn't really going to do anything. But we'll throw him forward D6 inches and he's immune to knockdown. So obviously he won't be able to charge, but he can still get potentially vaulted forward six inches and then still walk nine inches. And he's got flashing blade. 
So he doesn't need to have uh, his, doesn't need to have his uh, his attack his uh, his actions. So so basically, uh, uh, so we go through it all, and um, and then it's down to a point where Gav's like, right. So it's basically, can I roll a four or more on this one die? If if I can roll four or more, then Morgul can potentially get on to Kalissa if he can clear enough stuff. So he clears the two Rissavasa in the way, but he's basically got to, and and he can he can make himself incorporeal. Um, which which is handy, but he's still if he even if he gets rocketed forward the full distance, he's going to have to either deal with or take a free strike from an attorney and the Fade Knight Guardian to get to me. So I'm like, okay, right, seems oh. seems rough, right? He's like, I'm, I'm not sure he's going to get to me, but he he rolls like a two or something, at which point he completely changes his plan. He's like, right, okay, so. Um, runs runs some stuff into my zone. Hydra comes up, sprays a bunch of people, kills some uh, Rissavas, and uh, and Morgul basically goes backwards towards his uh, like the you know, his kill box uh, to be safe to to go. Hmm, I'll come back next turn maybe. Uh, pretty pretty defeated um, and and caught like a bunch of my Rissavas. Uh, he's caught a Scythe, uh, but didn't catch Iris and didn't catch like Kalissa and stuff. Like that. Um, so my turn, I took. Take take a bit of a longer turn. I scalpel off loads of stuff. I kill Makeda, um, who uh, sorry, who's the Hydra is on. Um, so I'm like, oh, cool, cool. This is good. Um, That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. He, he's basically he basically made a mistake and left the Hydra on full and Makeda like too too far out. Oh. Um, so I managed to get her. Um, not quite clear the left zone, but I think I clear the right zone apart from the wild Hydra. Uh, so I'm scoring the load, scoring my flag, and contesting on the left hand side. I think I think I just uh, I think I just uh, smashed the objective that turn with uh, my letromancers and my harpies. Um, so, but but I take take a while doing it and making sure again that I'm not going to just die because I'm now like right. I was terrified before. Now I'm fucking like yes, Kalissa go forward, but she's literally going to go back exactly where she is, and now she's like far enough back that even if he rolls a six, I'm, I'm out of death range um so we clock back to gav and he, and he recognizes that that i've spent obviously he's, he's spent a good chunk of time but he's not got many models on the board and the ones he does are big big old chunky boys and i've spent a lot yeah. of time making sure that i've scalped the stuff i need and stayed safe so he's like i think so he i think rightly goes my way win condition now is to see if i can just run shit in the way and and watch down the clock as so that's what he does so the mammoth run, runs into the left zone um, and he's just there. Um, I think I'm not sure if, if there's anything on on the flag by then. And Michaela goes for and obviously wild beasts can run. So the Kriya or oh no, it was sorry, not the Kriya, it was the Agonizer. And the Agonizer runs forward. So it's in base to base in the zone with the Desert Hydra. Then Morgul walks forward and joins them back into his battle group. So the they're all there. Um, the Desert Hydra is just a slightly like a, a tiny whiff out of four inches of my flag, so he just runs at the second gremlin swarm or the, the same gremlin swarm to, to contest, and uh, and sort of sends it back to me, and 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 his uh, oh, sorry, and his, his beast handlers run into the zone as well. So I'm looking at it and going right. I don't know if I've got enough time or strength to to kill through both gargantuans. So I start with the left hand side trying to clear out some bits of orbs, which I just didn't need to do because uh, I'm like I'm. I'm kind of looking at it going, I need to just kill uh, Morgul. So um, I look at it and I can get uh, Iris to shoot 
Morgul and get close enough to, to shoot him. But I'm like, mm, what are we going to do first? So I get the Electromancers, and basically all the Electromancers on the right just start... Um, oh, sorry, I activate my Rissavas first, who are in base to base with the Hydra, and they step back, like, you know, 0.1 inch, so they're no longer base to base. Because on the other side, the Agonizer... Uh, a solo and uh, Morgul are all base to base with the Hydra, and then and then I start just e leaping off the Hydra. So I'm like, I can't get close enough with the Electromancers to to actually hit Morgul, and I'll probably just miss him anyway. Whereas I could just just go for a bunch of e leap shots. Uh, so, what yeah, I yeah. so I basically zap back and forth between his back line, do some damage, um, uh, and then Kalissa starts uh, well, Phantom Hunter herself, and just starts shooting Morgul, taking his fury and going, cool, I'll boost, I'll boost, I'll boost. And I think she just finishes it on her own. Um, but I, I yeah, it's 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 a slog out where um, I take all of all the fury off him uh, and uh, yeah, basically just just finish him off. Um, and that's how we end. So we end like a five four CP wise because we're we're both like score scoring back and forth. Um, but sixty one VPs for me, and he's not scored anything because there's nothing is going to be completely killed. But yeah, it was it was terrifying. <laughs> it was a terrifying <laughs> jank assassination list that you just played every game <laughs> and just brutalized people with and made them made them very sad. But yeah, definitely. That's great. great. Um, so that was my round six, Rob, uh, and Rob, you're in round six for the Spewmaster himself. Right, so you're playing uh, yeah. Andy. So this this is on this so, is on stream um, as well. Um, like I said at the start, if you missed the yeah, start. Yeah. The Firestorm stream has got a bunch of games. It's FSG underscore stream on Twitch to watch. I'm going to ask if I can uh, mm. rebroadcast it and do um, commentary if I can. Well, both if I can, if I get permission, and if I can find the time. But So how how did the Karchev off go? Spoilers, because that's what we so, do. Uh, <laughs> so, so a bit of background first. So um, the previous round against um, Paul North was a pair down. Yeah. Um, so I was one of, uh, I think it was three, seven, seven undefeated oh, players. Yeah. Seven that, going that into point. that round, yeah. 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 Um, and no, it must have been no, it must have been five because there was three in the next round. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was I was the pair down. I yeah. won. Um, so we de- so we were going going to have six. We still didn't know we were going to have seven rounds. Yeah. So we get the pairing again, and I get paired down again. And initially, I was playing against, um, and I can't remember his name now, I was playing against another Trolls player. Yeah, you were uh, playing, it was uh, it was the player who beat me in the first round, Michael Rhodes. Yeah, Michael That's Rhodes. him, yes. Of course, it was Michael Rhodes. Apologies to Michael for forgetting his name. Um, so we, we, sort of, we sort of start setting up, um, and then Martin comes over and goes, yeah, I'm really sorry, we, uh, we tiebreak messed up. You, you're actually on that table over there. And he sort of like shepherds me over to... Uh, to yeah. the stream table to play against Andy, Andy Devine. Yeah, and then, and then so, where, it, and, where it gets the, the pair down instead, so where it gets the, yeah, the, yeah. the troll mirror match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, which sounds just amazing, like yeah, the troll mirror, match. troll mirror match and <laughs> Karchev mirror match. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably is, happy because... This is like, the price wanted, for doing well I, at events. I wanted... Mm-hmm. I actually kind of wanted to do the Kricks Karchev, the Kricks Chev versus Kador Chev match yeah. on stream. Um, I was kind of hoping it would be the finals, but um, like this is this is pretty good as well. And hey, if we lose this matchup, this will be the final. Um, but uh, <laughs> but whatever. So anyway, so Andy's got um, he's got Karchev two um, in Black Industries, 
and he's got Scar one in I want to say Black Industries as well. Might be no, it's, 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 um, good. it's and uh, it's, it's, it's usually Scourge, so you can push the damage up at the yeah, Stalkers. Yeah. Um, and so he's got he's. I'm looking at Scar, and like I I come very close to dropping Zakova um, because. Zakova, like, because he's got um, Crix Jacks and not Kador Jacks, um, and it's Carapace that's defending them, not, um, which is ignored by spells, I can actually kill Crix Jacks quite easily with the, with the Zakova. Yeah. Um, the thing that swings, and like Mechanothrolls just die in droves to, uh, to all the sprays. The mm. thing that swings me in the end is the fact that the Desolators have AoEs. And he's got five AoEs. It means that he's going to get a good scatter somewhere and I'm going to lose something and I'm going yeah. to be sad. So I decide in the end that, that I, and I, I'm looking at his list and Scar doesn't scare me off Karchev at all, really, because even with Feet and gang and um i can't remember he probably has dark shroud in that list i can't remember exactly um even with all of that he's still at and i'm and he's still at dice off one i think you think it's to power 21 with the feet stalkers are at power 18 with gang they can get to power 20 if he gets dark shroud it's 22 so that's straight dice which is not a good place for stalkers to be into kate or jacks no. Because because he has to he has to spend one to bounce in, which means he's getting four attacks, none of them boosted. No, it's, it's not fantastic. Uh, it's not a great it's not a great place. And I kill the stalkers back trivially. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very, not I'm not worried about trivially. Yeah, like I'm I'm not worried about, about Scar at all. Um and if and he kind of has to respect Zakova a little bit because if I drop Zakova into, into Scar, I think I just win. Um pretty much automatically. Because I out threat him, Scar is <coughs> Star is super dead, Stalkers are super dead, etc. Yeah. So I end up dropping Karchev, um, and we have the Karchev mirror. Terrain isn't super impactful. There's like a big building in the left zone of, of Recon. Um, there's a cloud in the middle of the board. There's uh, a few other bits and pieces. There's a forest on, on my side, on, in, around where my flag is, on the right-hand side of the zone. Um, we dice off, and I get I win the roll-off. Um, which is kind of important, actually, because it means that um, well, it's, uh, I get to position a little bit. I, need, I get to get close to the zone before he, he starts like uh, like crowding me out with mechanicals and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I run everything forward. Um, did, 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 I we actually... just, did we just cover exactly what is in his Karchev list? Um, so it's... Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, so it's, um, it's uh, K2D2. K2D2. Um, it's five desolators. Um, it's... Uh, Three units of mechanothrolls uh, with brute thralls. Yeah, uh, three, three, three mini units of mechanothrolls yeah. with uh, three brute thralls apiece. Yeah. He's got two necrosurgeons and stitch stitch roll units. He's got two sirens. He's got a soul trapper. He's got ragman. He's got three necrotechs and he's got Darray. Yeah. Right. So you outnumber him on jacks as well. Yeah, I, I, I number him by. Um, he's got five quality jacks and I've got six quality jacks and we both got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the chat are saying uh, it should be K two D bag. <laughs> they're not wrong like, oh yeah, um <laughs> so yeah so um i i completely forget to get uh, to put any spells out so i i i charge i get um balance charge onto uh Karchev and behemoth i charge forward um and i just don't get that yeah i just completely forget to to um put death ward out yeah. um which ends up being kind of relevant um he so everything just kind of runs up he runs forward with everything um, and he spreads out his mechanothrolls. He gets Death Ward onto a unit of onto the left hand unit mechanothrolls. 
um, and he spreads out. And he makes a very big mistake here. Like, it's huge in the matchup, which is that he um, puts Ragman within a four-inch AoE of a Brute Thrall that I have range on with Behemoth. Yeah. Which is a very big mistake. So I... Did did he say why he was sticking Death Ward on the Mechanothrall units? Um, he wanted them to be more resilient to blast damage. Okay. So so he want he what he didn't want. Um, so I kind of agree with him because the thing is like the armor on the um the Desolate just doesn't get high enough to matter. So he either puts mm. it on on himself uh, on on Karchev or he puts which is kind of not great in the matchup. Or no. um, by putting them on the Mechanothrolls, he um, he makes it so that the Brute Thralls might survive a direct hit, and he makes it so the blast damage becomes less likely to actually kill the Mechanothrolls. Yeah. Right. Like, um, okay. And, um, especially from the gun on, on Behemoth. Like, it's, it's not... Yeah. It's not, it's not yeah. And, and, he, and he just doesn't um, need it on the, the heavies unless it's in melee. And, and he's, that's not yeah, the plan, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's got another turn to, to get around to that if he, if he wants to. So... Um, I get a shot with Behemoth, and like I'm, I'm measured out, and I can just about stand outside of 12 inches with Behemoth of uh, the nearest desolate, uh, Desecrator, and still shoot this Brute Thrall. So I shoot it, um, and Behemoth like spikes his dice like crazy, and just annihilates everything he shoots. So he gets he gets a Necrosurgeon, he gets Ragman, he gets the Brute Thrall he shot, and he gets another Mechanothrall. Um, and he takes another shot into some other Mechanothralls and kills them too. Like, um, it's it's not great. So his only source of Dark Shroud's off, off the table. Um, so then I move everything else forward. I get Death Ward onto um, the right-hand-most Marauder, and I put it in the zone within 12 inches of two Desecrators, um, and I put up a Yielding. Um, so I'm happy for him to feed and go into it. He might, he might well kill it, but he's going to be dice off of... Gosh, he's dice off seven. Um... <laughs> So even with his silly crit shred shenanigans, he's not he's, like he's got to crit a lot because he's not boost. He can't afford to boost damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's not in a super great position damage wise. So he's looking at it and he initially starts playing out his turn. And I, I, um, what's it? Uh, I have forgotten to mark Death Ward. I've, I've announced it. I put the token to one side and I didn't put it by the jack. And so he goes through some of his turn. Um, he feats, he charges the objective, he charges charges my jack, and then he goes, oh, cool, dice of seven. And he goes, what do you mean dice of seven? I goes, oh, um, I forgot, like, um, he's got death ward on. Oh, I can't see a token for death ward. Um, so we rewind the turn a bit. He decides not to feat. Um, he shoots yeah. instead, um, sends some accounts rolls in. Um, it, was, it was fine in the end. Um, yeah, easily fixed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's easily fixed. And he gets, yeah. he gets, he gets a really nice playoff, actually, because he ambushes on his mechanothrolls. And I've kind of messed up and, and like put, put a Marauder on the left-hand side without really thinking about where he's standing. Um, and he and even if I had, I hadn't thought about Dara Wraith, because Dara Wraith has flanked hard, and he walks forward and gets Death Ride onto the Mechanothrolls. So he gets oh. his ambushing unit of Mechanothrolls and Brute Thralls onto a Marauder and leaves it on half health. Um, he takes some shots with some idiots, um, and uh, what's it... He ends up passing the turn, having kind of flooded the middle of the board with Mechanothrolls. So I go, I feet, I feet. Um, I manage to clear enough, um, but with um, a cup, with like a shot, with a couple of shots from Behemoth, like um, some Kiazi charging, 
um, car chef shooting that I can kind of methodically work my way left to right with like a juggernaut charging a, um, a desecrator, um, killing a brute thrall with his, with his fist attack, um, and then doing a bunch of damage into the desecrator. And then that clears the ro road for the next one. And I sort of work my way across the board like that. Yeah. And I, I end up committing everything forward except for Karchev. Um, the Marauder on the left-hand side that was charged by Brute Thralls kills all the Brute Thralls he was charged by. Um, I've killed all but two of the Brute Thralls on the table. I've left... I've killed one of the Desecrators. The second... A second Desecrator is stationary without a Cortex. Um, and the other three... Um, and another Desecrator is um, tanked a Power 20 Slam um, into... Um, and got slammed away. So he's got three desecrators. I've removed most of his high damage idiots, um, and like, so he, he claps back. He manages. Um, he has to commit two desecrators to kill a juggernaut, um, which he just about manages to do. Like it's it's um, it's dicey for a second, um, and he commits Karchev to go and try and clear the juggernaut that's contesting his flag. Fails, um, and then he stood there camping nothing with Behemoth within ten inches of him. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Behemoth, and like I, he he like does a bunch of other control stuff. Like he shadow binds a jug, he shadow binds a juggernaut, and he does does a couple of other bits and pieces. Tries to like flood the zone in front, uh, flood the area in front of Karchev with yeah. um, with Mechanothrol. But I just clear stuff, and I manage to get a straight charge onto um, onto uh, Karchev with Behemoth with, with big fists. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Behemoth just beats him to death. Very so, like, so Castigal. Very nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So very in, cool. In in the Karchev v Karchev match, Behemoth wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. And uh, me meanwhile, on um, on table wherever it is, two with uh, with Wout and uh, uh, Wout and Michael the the pair down. Uh, Wout wins. So Trolls win, but Wout wins it. So which yes. means there is a turn. There is a, a seventh round. Yeah. And, uh, um, so just talk, just talk about that game because I was watching it. It was a really close game as well. Like, it, it, was, it was a, it was, it was, was a not, good game. Yeah, it was. It, it was not obvious like until the very end that Wout was actually did I, going did to I win. That it as was, well. I think I streamed it. Yeah, 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 I think you did. You may have. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's worth watching. It, if nothing else, specifically just to watch Wout pilot Cole Grimmer is really. Oh, he's he's such a good Cole Grimmer player. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously by by then it was getting pretty loud, um, but you know, so so if, if if the audio on my stream as well isn't quite up to scratch, that's unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, yeah, send send me money and I'll buy some mics or something. <laughs> but, you know, I've, got, I've got minimal <laughs> minimal stream setup to go to stuff like this, so I can I can put up and in between my rounds because I'm yeah. like, while while games are happening, you know the. The judges like start your clocks. I'm trying to move my models onto the new table, set up scenario, um, yeah, talk yeah. to my opponent, then check with the people on another table, make sure they're both happy to, to go on stream, then change the stream info, then change the, the notification stuff to, to put it on Facebook, then make it yeah, live. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a, meanwhile, while I'm also juggling power packs and like making sure everything is charging so, so the right battery half of the stream. So. It, it is what it is. Hopefully they're, they're good enough to watch back. But uh, anyway, 
So we go into the final round. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. So I, I'm playing into um, uh, sure. Golly. So another, the third England Lion player that I've played this weekend is Golly. He's <laughs> playing Brookin with my own Dreadrots. So I've, I've lent him like 30 Dreadrots, Isaiah and. Um, <laughs> And the dropper, uh, so we're, we're playing split decision again this one, um, and uh, yeah, so he drops old witch with the, all the dread rots. So it's old witch, all the dread rots in the world, two clocks, uh, a rattler, two archons, obviously, and then uh, Mali men, you know, the, the, the things you would expect. Um, and I drop Kalissa. Um, I think he goes. Go first. I think I go first, and I run up. Um, there's a building in the the circle zone, um, and then there's there's a big forest in the middle again, actually. Um, but basically, the, the game the game goes in, in a nutshell quite quickly. Is I run forward, he runs, he comes forward, we windstorm up. Um, I've got to like spread my stuff out on the right flank, so I just have my um, a banishing ward, my objective. Um, so he can't shoot my objective with his archons to bounce forward to then shoot like my stuff that I actually don't want to die. Yeah. Um, and then that, that side of the table is basically electromancers uh, like staring down two to dread rots going, if these guys come forward, we can shoot them and start leaping to death. If they don't, and basically like, there was a couple of turns of them all just standing there outside of range of each other between windstorm and running. So I'm like, that's great. Um, but while, while this is happening on the left, Golly's basically just shoving uh, like Isaiah, the, the the clocks, and the other dreadrots further and further through the zone to a point where he's scoring the flag, um, clearing my stuff out of the zone, scoring the zone, and basically just just starts the the grind where I just can't get through enough dreadrots and can't clear enough stuff to stop him from doing the same the next turn. Um, so basically, just pushes me out of the scenario, and and at one point it means that the um, uh, the uh, the archons come forward and start putting desolations down instead, and I end up losing. I think mm. I think it's only like an a electromancer in, on on the right. At which point he's like, "That that's fine. One electromancer down. That's enough now. My my twenty dreadrots can run, run, just run towards my flag, basically." And he just just grinds <laughs> out quite uh, yeah. So definitely, definitely his his uh, his game there to win, which he does. Um, and then Evan, you're you're into. My I'm, my last game is into Aaron Dix um, playing Trollbloods. Mm. So, yes, I'm here. Not you, Aaron. Aaron was in the chat earlier. Oh, was Aaron in the chat? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might have uh, bailed. Uh, but, uh, so, <laughs> Shen, we we got to the table and both of us are absolutely shattered. <laughs> Just. The, right, the weekend I, I has asked, gotten to us. You asked us. You asked us if we could stream. Uh, I was ambivalent, like, oh, you know, why not? But I'm not thrilled about it. And Aaron was immediately like, ah, uh-uh, no. Yeah. In retrospect, Aaron was right. This game was definitely not the best of British War Machine. Uh, is that right? Great Britain includes Wales. I'm a I'm a foreigner. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Wexit coming. Um, but anyway, this is, so spoiler alert, this was certainly not the best of British. So we took the we looked at each other's lists and we're both exhausted. And 
I, you know, he looks at me and he's like, I really don't feel like playing into Kruger. And I look, I look at him and he's like, I can so live without dealing with Maddie, without dealing with Maddie 3 at this stage of the the event. Yeah. <laughs> look at each other it's like, gentlemen's agreements, we both drop our off list, fine. So then, so we ended up with Chromac into Gunny 1, uh, which in retrospect is not fantastic for him. So he's got a Gunny 1 list. With a Mountain King and a Glacier King. Um, and then he's got an Impaler and he's got a bit of support around it. He's got some Whelps, he's got some Stones. Uh, and that's really all you can fit in that. Um, so I get first turn, I set up the kind of usual just run forward, a bit of a bunker. I stick up, um, uh, what's it called, Kruger's Cloud over Getterix to make it harder for him to shoot Ghetto. Um, or ma- more, more to make him get closer because he's got a Glacier King that with Snipe gets to a 16 inch range. Now with yeah. Kruger's Cloud on him, he's got to get to within 13 and with one Warpath later, now suddenly Ghetto's in range to charge him. Yeah. So I'm nice and aggressive with all of this, um, but see reference to not playing at our best at all. So he moves up, he takes a couple of pot shots, he's in 15 with um, he's in 15 on a Stalker on the left-hand side. He's within uh, 13 inches of Getterix on the right-hand side. Um, and he's had a couple shots, but between Shield Guards and all the rest, they've done very little. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I realized that I actually have to cut my 5 health Kruger 0 for two, two of his 5 health, because clearly I can't count to 5 at this stage of the it's tournament. It's... <laughs> Oh, oh no, it's it's been magnificent. Um, I then managed to get a world weird up. I kill one of the stone boys, triggers Warpath. Um, I get my... It's, uh, I've created, uh, in turn one, a Blacklad Wayfarer. Hunter's marked a... Um, the, big, uh, the big guy, the Mountain King, and a Stalker goes in and kills a Mountain King. Um because that's what a power 23 stalker does yeah yeah it's fantastic um i i use the two precious fury that i cut kruger to to hot swap lightning blades onto getterix um and getterix charges up into glacier king and leaves a glacier king on about six boxes which makes me feel really silly because I realized there was another two shots that the um, World Weird could have taken and didn't see yet again the best of British War Machine here. Um, as Chat has pointed out, point out um, Barks Manon is mass. Mass is for people who mass. don't have heavies who are just power 24 <laughs> casually. Well, clearly. And other but, factions but have this to bring is... casters to change like you know, how hard their casters <laughs> I did. I brought the crew. I brought a. I brought a second cast of Kruger to yeah, augment exactly. my crow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, losing out on two four dice um, uh, power twelve shots to kill off the uh, Glacier King hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then the stones also managed to port Getterix over on the other side, who then throws a hook and kills an Impaler. Um, and Aaron looks at this and like. Okay, look, I've I've lost one, lost one uh, gargantuan. The other one's hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Lost the lost the heavy. It's like, 
this is all or nothing. Try to assassinate Cromac. Cromac uh, sitting in a trench. He's got two shield guards next to him, um, and he's camping too. So that assassination fails very, very dismally. Um, and I very quickly score up to six and pass over. It's not the finest, not the finest game. And in retrospect. We were both absolutely exhausted, so the person who had the most straightforward game plan won, and yep. that's what happened. That's, that's right. <laughs> right, so with that saying, we're on to the, the actual final, the, the, the definite final this term. There's, there's no way yeah, it yep. goes on another round. So you're up against Wout. Uh, so this, yep. was, this was one of my favourites to win. Wout is playing uh, Colgrimmer Madrax 3. Yeah, and so... Um... We we sort of we sort of spoke about the the pairing process after the game, me and Wout. Yeah. Um, and he felt that he couldn't drop Madrak three because Rakova two was in the pairing. Um, which Interesting. Is which is exactly the opposite to me because I feel like I absolutely one hundred percent cannot drop Rakova two into Cold Grimmer. Because Cold Grimmer's in the yeah because everything is yeah. 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 Like I like I might be able to play through another caster in Storm of the North. Or I might be able to play through Colgrima in a different theme force, yeah. but Colgrima in Storm of the North is just um, the perfect storm, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, between so, yeah. between clouds, cold immunity, and um, whatever it is, the the, the owl, owls, owls, owls wisdom, owls wisdom, yeah, yeah. yeah. hooting from the hip. Um, was it? Uh, yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> um was it? Uh, I like one hundred percent cannot drop. Um, uh, Zirkova, yeah. it's almost as bad as playing into into Beast Chill with Chromac One. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's like really, really bad. Um so I like I'm dropping Karchev and he ends up dropping Colgrimmer. And he kind of he's he's uh, he's excited about this from the beginning of the match. Um like uh because clearly he can definitely get through all of my all of my jacks with Colgrimmer. That that won't be a problem, right? Uh so he is playing pretty much from the start of the game. He's playing very heavily for scenario. Yeah. So should I we, win should, the should dice roll. Go through um, the list. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, yeah, that's worthwhile. The so, Moonbearer, so, a Pyatrol, an yep. Earthborn, yep. Pyatrol, Earthborn, Dietrol, Valka, Boomy Three, Death Archon, Mandrax Zero with a Brawler, uh, Creel Stone with Elder, and then two units of Bears and two units of Fire Eaters. Yeah. Um, and uh, just, uh, just to make it clear, he's got two Earthborn Dire Trolls, which uh, yeah. becomes relevant later, um, because they are assholes to deal with. Yeah. Um, so his big problem is, as I alluded to earlier, he just doesn't have the damage output to kill my, kill my list. He's got, yeah. he's got three heavies, um, he doesn't have rage, he has, um, he has hot hands instead. So he's kind of capping out at power 19. Like that, that's a problem when you armor 24, 26 with one. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so... Um, right from the start, he knows he can't kill kill my list. He just has to try and um, win on scenario. Unfortunately, we're playing um, split decision, which is not the livest scenario in the world. He's not bad, but it's not great either. Yeah. So I go first. I run forward, um, and he then runs forward himself, um, and he sort of positions so that I can't get anything onto him. Um, I end up. Um, shooting a bear with um, with Behemoth, but he flubs the damage rolls. I don't, I don't even trigger a, um, a tough roll. Um, so then he goes, and I've put um, I've put three jacks into the left hand zone. Um, one of which is 
um, one of which is within range of the flag. Um, I've got an anchored juggernaut stood next to my flag. Um, and yeah, and the rest of the list is kind of in the center of the board. Um, he ambushes on his bears, um, charges my objective, kills it. Um, and he doesn't realize um, before he charges that the objective gets unyielding. Um, and when he charges the bears, I put up mortal fear and the objective is within, like one of the bears is within mortal fear range. Yeah. So he actually Oof. doesn't get the objective dead with the bears. He leaves, he flubs some dice rolls and he, he leaves them <coughs> like two boxes. Yeah. Um, so, he ha so he has to charge in some fire eaters um, and assault in to finish it off. So he has to commit probably more than he'd like. Yeah. Um, what's it? I have um, very... Um, he then um, feats with Kogrema and he spends a bit of time getting... He spends quite a bit of time this turn making sure the feat is exactly right. Um, like he, he has to he has to push everything in such a way that he can then beat back everything out of the zone using the um, using the brawler. Yeah. So he has to like yes get like very particular angles. So he spends like he spends like a good five minutes positioning Colgrim alone. Like so he's he's like very down on clock. Yeah. Um, and there's some there's some um misunderstandings. He, he's he's he sort of um misplaces um Madrak um in position to where he, where he needs Madrak to be to get the uh, brawler in control. Um, but we, we, I sort of, I sort of tell him to just push it forward because I don't, I don't want to win because he's, he's bucking yeah. from foot to roller out, out of control. Yeah. So, so he manages to beat back all the jacks out of the zone. He puts Madrak on the flag, um, and scores. He's killed the objective. He scores his flag, um, and he scores four points up on my zero. Um, which is That's a nice position to be in. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he goes four up, um, and I'm kind of having sweat. So I don't really have a choice at this point. I kind of have to feet. I have to flood the zone. I have to yeah. put as much stuff forward as I can. Thankfully, I've been very studious about keeping my eliminators alive and within a 14-inch run of contesting the flag because I don't really have much other way of, of doing it because I've got to get through bears and, and like counter charges and stuff. Yeah. So my eliminator sort of starts off by running up and contesting his flag. Um, and I've realized that he has filled up his brawler and madrak is within is within a, in about seven inches of a juggernaut oh uh so i feet um and even though he's got a cloud in between um madrak and the juggernaut um just I just, walk i just walk yeah. through it um so i walk through it and i and i um and i axe madrak to death leaving the brawler wild i don't i don't even kill it um i then um i kill the rest of the bears um hilariously um when he feated um so he'd, he'd ambushed the bears in charged and they were actually um out of line of sight of my jacks because they were all facing forward but then he feated and he pushed my jacks back and now i have line of sight of the bears. <laughs> right that's cute which is very sad um so i charge in on the bears i kill both bears leave the um leave the um the leader behind, alive yeah. yeah um and i also kill two of the um fire eaters so he's got one more left so there's two jacks on the right flank i've committed three jacks um into the zone um including a marauder which i've run up to engage his fire eater so he doesn't get try and get fruity and yeah charge um, and spray down my um my eliminators or sorcia um and he's got like this this horrific um uh puzzle of steel to like sort of unpick and see if he can score enough 
Um, I've got a juggernaut. I've got a juggernaut with Death Ward um, in his face on on near the flag, um, and yeah, it's just like it's not great. And I've scored two back, so I'm now only um, so I'm now no, four, only two. two. Yeah, yeah. So I'm only two down. Um, so he goes and he tries very very hard to clear the zone. He throws um, a Marauder out of the zone, um, out of control, which is difficult with, with Karchev. Um, he throws my Death Ward Jack away, um, and uh, what's it? So he can score his flag. Um, he almost beats a Juggernaut to death um, with uh, a Pyro Troll and Hot Hands and some sprays and some other bits. Yeah. Um, and he manages to kill the Rager as well. So I've got um, the only thing contesting the flag in the zone is a very bad is a Juggernaut that's got about ten boxes left. Um, and then at, right at the back of the zone, there's another Marauder. Um, so at that point, it kind of goes downhill for him because he's kind of he had his window to win and didn't quite manage it. Um, yeah. So I I um, I just come shy of of killing an Earthborn Dire Troll. Um, I kill the Pyre Troll. Um, I kill most of the Fire Eaters. Um, I finish off the rem remnants of the Bears. Um, I I think I, yeah, I, I kill Boomhowler um, and I just stand there and he he, end, he ends up clocking on his next turn trying to unpick it all. So on, on, that, uh, on that, that last turn then, so he goes six, two up and, is, and then you score one back. So he, so he almost, he uh, almost. No, I, 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 I score, um, so at the end of that turn, yeah. he scores one point back. So he goes so three so up. So he's five, five, two at that point and then you're scoring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and on his next turn, he managed to score another one, but I've scored another two back. I mean, well. he basically, he goes four up, he kind of has to win the turn after, else he's yeah. just losing yeah. steam. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he sort of, he identified the right strategy, he just didn't quite manage to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really good. Um, that's so really it, 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 it was a really good final sure. game. I really enjoyed it. That's very um, cool. that's, that one's also on stream. Yeah, yeah. So again, yeah. again, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try. It's a really to... technical game. Yeah, yeah. I'll, try, I'll try and reach out to, to Robert Firestorm and see if I can make something happen with that, just to make it a little bit better for other people to watch it back. But, uh, but yeah. So yeah. and then that's that's the end of it. You take home the 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 resurrection of the Welsh Masters. So uh, absolutely fucking well done, mate. So yeah. pretty. So pretty um, yeah. So at the end of it, um, obviously I, I, I won the tournament, um, but I obviously took best in Kador because yeah. um, whatever. But yeah. I also I also got the uh, the most um, army victory points. Yeah, um, general, because I, ah yes, because I absolutely mullered like most of my opponents' lists. Like um, <laughs> like uh, I had, I think I had four separate games where I scored over a hundred victory points. Yeah, there's no ending early with sneaky assassinations. There's no kind of sneaky control. 113 versus Elliot, 109 versus Adam, 115 versus uh, Aaron. Yeah, some good. It's just bashing the hell out of everything in front of you until it stops yeah. getting in your way. Like even 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 my first two games where I'm playing like possibly one of the most um, heavily tilted assassination lists you can play in War Machine. I go, nah, let's let's play attrition. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 well done, as we said. So fair play, yeah. everybody. Um, yeah, is, congrats. Is, uh, is there anything you would change about your lists now, having like put it through the gauntlet of like of all those games into the, the, everyone you fight, fought through? No, basically. 
in did, a word. Does uh, <laughs> does does a Cobra two get like a uh, edged out in any world by like uh, like the rocket lines or something, or, or is she just? Um, I think with Karchev two in particular, the thing is Karchev two plays basically everything. Um, I actually yeah. think he, I actually think he's too strong. Like he's in Kador, he's he's um, he's over the top um, yeah. with the particular list I'm playing. Um, like it hits really hard. It's hard to deal with. It's very very fast. It's highly accurate. Like there isn't a lot that it can't deal with. Yeah. Um, and even even what I think and are it. It's just such a hard gear check as well. Yeah. And like even its worst matchups, I think are still playable. Yeah. Right. And that and that's probably a sign that it's too strong. Yeah. Um, so like like Zerkova two is is in that pairing, basically to scare people off of their um, like harder weapons uh, weapon master yeah, yeah. which is what happened because I didn't get Madrak three in the in the final game and I didn't get um, uh, I didn't get like um, Bennett because of um, in the Crucible Guard oh, matchup yeah. because yeah. of Zerkova. Um So I think it's it's like it. I think it's the best pairing in Kador at the moment. Yeah. I think Karchev is the best caster in Kador at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think, <laughs> I think so. and I think, frankly, and I think, frankly, he's too strong in Kador. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. For, for people, I, I agree. I think there's, there's, I think from from an outside perspective, if you if you've not put Karchev on the table or if you've not played against him a lot, um, it looks on it looks like his basics as a real like you know no brainer, right? It's it's this this guy. Sends his jacks forward. They've uh, got an armor million. They've got twenty million attacks. You know, and they just kill everything. But I think, I think at the very basics, that is the list. But there's also like y- you need to know when to push the button. You need to know where Karchev mm. needs to be. Yeah. You know, you need to. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. I think the, the the basics are there, and that that is true to a certain extent. But also, there's a lot more nuance that that the more experienced players have have worked out, you know, and have seen like what what they yeah, need to do, where 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 needs to be pushed, where needs to be protected. Um, I think I think that's the difference between I'm, someone who just puts Kate puts Karchev on the table and expects to win everything mm. versus someone who puts Karchev on the table and wins the Welsh Masters, and that's the difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you've, like, you've, like, like, you've been grinding games like solidly with with Karchev since he's come out, right? Yeah, and like um like Karchev is like so Kador jacks are, are like bizarrely hard to play. Like they're they're ve- they look very simple, but because they're so slow, um and because you don't have like arm a lot of armor buffs for jacks outside of Karchev, yeah. Um, like most lists can deal with six Kador jacks, right? Like um. Uh, so if you want to play a jack spam outside of Karchev, you have to learn how to position. You have to learn exactly what can kill them. You have to do target prioritization quite heavily. Um, so it is like quite difficult to play that. Yeah. But when you take all of that 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 um, that sort of nuance and then apply it to a caster that does buff their armor and does make them really fast and does yeah. give them extra damage, like it becomes very very difficult yeah, to deal just with. Yeah, that, that force and, multiplier just 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 yeah. everything through the roof. Ooh. Yeah, and and one of the reasons that I wanted to take Karchev two to the Welsh was because I kept hearing a bunch of people saying, "Oh, I can deal with Karchev two in, in Kador." Yeah, and I wanted to see if that was actually true, and I think yeah. I found it just kind of wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I think I think um, I think certainly, yeah. certainly from from my perspective as as Rhett, I think I've got I've got like a list that means I've got a game into Karchev two. Yeah, like that. But by no means do I have a silver bullet. Uh, you know, um, you know, mm. I, I, it's a, it's a struggle still. Um, yeah, I think, like, I think... um, like people, like 
like people were telling me Chromac One was was like favored into him, and I was like, I don't no, no ways. Like, like I, I don't think that's true. People were telling me Gorsha Four was favored into him. That's not true either. Yeah, you, no. you find that um, enough to see it. So yeah, I, I yeah, like um, like like Riz of Acid Dice Off Fourteen. No, um, they're not doing a thing. No, they're they're doing nothing. Um, like I think Kalis is probably the best answer in Ret. Um, uh, and I and I think that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've I've that's that's what I've got. You know, um, like I said the, the Iris and add on is for a bunch of matchups. Cartier is one of them, um, and I've got double Harpy as well. So I my my game is I guess similar to what you've just talked about with Wout, where I don't necessarily think I can kill all of the jacks, but it's all about boosting the attack rolls to knock down more jacks. And then yeah, to... can, you're, you're, you're controlling and trying to yeah. win. Okay, yeah. this is interesting because she can start trying to soften him up for an assassination yeah. with. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot the is. name of it, Phantom but uh, you know, she, she, she's uh, no, no, no. Uh, where the jack takes damage and you ping damage oh, of Karchev. Oh, uh, feedback, yeah. yeah, feedback, yeah, yeah, backlash. Um, but but like the, but like this is kind of my point that like um like your best list in faction has is like relying on not killing the list it's relying on maybe softening karchev up or winning on exactly yeah yeah i I think given given time i think i kill like i I probably kill through the jacks at range but but i've got i've got to control them every turn otherwise the 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 entire game plan just goes down the chute as soon as you can run or charge the jacks into my my stuff so it's yeah yeah. Uh, i think the best i've had with into karchev has been uh, Bethane one, yeah, where I can shoot out one and a half jacks a turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen, and even that's there's a pretty good chance I just lose on scenario while I'm doing that. Yeah, or or like you make a mistake and like I get into an archangel or something, or like, uh, then yeah, I lose. It's, yeah, it's like it's so it's so difficult, and it's very much like um, playing Kador has been really interesting over the years because you play into powerless, and you where you can't make a mistake. Like old yeah. Haley two and all and like Kruger two when he was like dominating and all, yeah. all these other lists, yeah. You can't make a mistake or you just lose, and your opponent can make loads of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now it's the other way around. Yeah, like, finally, I've you get yes. to, uh, to have a try the, I can, the other side of the game. I, I can make a, I can make a, um, quite a few mistakes, and my opponent can't. Like, yeah, they, they have to play basically a perfect game, or they just lose. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I think that sums him up perfectly. It's just gone midnight for us all over here, so I think uh, that's a good time to start to wrap it up. So, so oh, thanks, Rob, for, yeah. for coming on, and Perfect. once again, congratulations, buddy. It's a, a very, a very big win to come back in uh, in the the new world of War Machine, where where we've got all these all these old school players coming back to the game. People are super excited about all the the taunts that are springing up. Um, if if people in the UK are looking for events, uh, I think there's still some tickets to the Warsaw event because it's a two dayer, which is in June. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a few. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think there's a I think there's a team spot left. Um, so and there's, yeah. a, there's a couple of people. Yeah, ha- have, have a look. It's it's on Facebook. It'll be on the UK site. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's various other events are springing up. Obviously, two can, which is Dan Pedrick's uh, um, sort of con star one is, uh, is, is yes. going to get some more info about that in February. Is it in February or January? February? You're involved in this well, one. Uh, so I think it was February. Uh, we'll get more next details year. from Dan in, closer in, to the time. Year, there'll be somebody else. But yeah, so there's, it's really cool to be seeing all the games. But yeah, so uh, 
thanks very much if you've watched us uh, live and been involved in the chat. It's been cool to chat to everybody. And if you're, watching, if you're listening to the podcast in the morning or watching it back on YouTube, thank you very much. Don't forget, if you can, subscribe and shit like that. It does help me feel good about my life choices. And, uh, yeah, I, and, if, and if you want to get some minis uh, and if you're like missing stuff, then have a look at the, the links because there will be the affiliate link to Wayland, who are the official Privacy Oppress uh, supplier for the UK now. So have a look at that. And that'll no. just give me yeah. a bit of a kickback so I can actually afford to buy the models I had to borrow for the Welsh. Mm. <laughs> so, and and I'll, just as, I'll, a, I'll, as a quick note as well, a thank you to everyone who's, uh, who came up at Welsh. Uh, just to say they were listening, they were enjoying the show. Oh, yeah. Moving yeah. uh, to say, you know, maybe talk, let's shit that. All of that, that's great. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we, we, had, we had a few people who were like, uh, I listened to the show on the way, like the pre-show we did, and we literally talked about one of their first games. Um, so they were, like, they were like, we have no idea what to play into this fucking, into, uh, I think it was Kane that they ended up facing, and we, we, we discussed it. So they listened to it on the way. Yes, I remember that. So I'm like, oh, so our coaching sessions, you know, yeah, just, just chuck us a few quid, right? We're, we're pretty cheap. <laughs> But there you go. So uh, yeah, with, Excellent. With, that, with that, I'll uh, I'll leave you, uh, lovely gents, and uh, thanks, thanks for watching, and thanks for joining us all. Good night, guys. Thanks for having me. Good on. night, folks. Night.